one. So we, hello, everybody. Yeah, we <laughs> entered the stream and we entered the stream and Rem's already <laughs> laughing. You still like fucking. <laughs> damn it, I had a bit set up for this one this week and I lost it because you were. Oh, <laughs> bastards. I... Beat me. <laughs> well, I knew it, but you were talking. I was waiting for you to finish. Hi, everybody. <laughs> hello, everybody. It's good that we're laughing here because at least if we die, we're going to be dying laughing. Oh god, yeah, that's a real possibility today, isn't yeah. it? You, you do have Yaka, um, <laughs> last week you went through, <laughs> last week you finished, uh, level 2, you descended down into level 3 of the Tomb of Annihilation, the Vault of Reflection. You didn't get too far before you discovered that this level is a Beholder's Lair, and that the Beholder has a strange alien growth covering many portions of the level, through which it can watch you, and also, if you try to destroy the alien mold, uh, shoot disintegration rays at you. When you yeah. were scouting around, trying to find a way around this alien growth, uh, Alessander moved through, moved through a crawl space and found herself in a small room with nothing but a strange golden skull sitting on a pedestal. And oh, you first... got the wrong. Sorry, I started speaking already. Yep. I was gonna say you got the wrong overlay up. Oh yeah, I do. I got the yeah what the <laughs> yes, um Tuesday. Um, her first instinct oh, so is the same. Is the yeah, you're you're fine. Is the same working? Oh, same yeah. good, good, good. Her first. No, I meant like the actual stream. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's working. I checked it. Um, her first sorry, instinct. Sorry, I'm stepping on your toes. <laughs> Her first instinct was to not touch the skull, but Nang Nang, the god spirit in her head, convinced her what could be the harm in just touching it. Of course, just touching it proved to be what activated the enchantment on the skull, thus awakening the spirit of Yaka, a bard who once resided in ancient Omu, who wants nothing more than to follow the party, regaling them with the very uh, cheesy comedy material he has performed over the last couple of centuries of slumber. Alessander did manage to convince him to occasionally be quiet when asked. It cost 2,000 GP, which she had to feed him one coin, one by one. However, the offer still stands. If she is to give him 8,000 more GP, then he will return to his pedestal and hmm. leave the party alone. And, and so... She promptly switched to Bobbit because she had no interest in dealing with this crap anymore. And hmm. so, here we are. Feeding Yaka his 2,000 coins one by one has taken just over two hours as he takes a solid... Five to ten seconds to chew and savor each coin rolling around in his mouth, chomping it into gold dust and then magically swallowing it, obliterating it from existence. And as soon as he's done eating, he zooms through the crawl space, pops out to where the rest of the party are uh, oh. catching their breaths, uh, treating their wounds, and making sure their gear is ready uh, for the journey deeper into the Tomb of the Nine gods. Oh god, and I'm not going to be able to tell them that this is coming either. Yep, <laughs> and he immediately sees them, so the rest of you, uh, you're just sitting there, 
catching your breath, enjoying a couple, enjoying a moment of just peace, not being attacked, although you're ready for something to jump out at any moment. And here it comes. You see a golden human skull come zooming out of the crawl space. Your first thought is that it has to be a demi-lich or some other horrible, deadly inhabitant of this tomb. Then your second thought is that Alessandra went through that crawl space and she's been gone an awfully long time. Could this thing have dispatched her? Your third thought is a collective groan as the skull smiles, opens his mouth and says, Oh boy! Oh, we got a full house here! Oh, check this out! And he immediately launches into a comedy routine. Say, you ever been on one of those Halroan airships? You know when they make you sit down mid-flight and they give you the bag of peanuts? What's with those peanuts, huh? Yeah. Uh, at this point, Bobbit sort of reappears at the vent and goes, Um, we might have a problem. Also, a new friend. Hi. Meanwhile, Zinhorn <clears throat> imitates crickets in the background. <laughs> Just makes cricket sounds. <laughs> and then Yaka just Yaka just sees the looks on all your faces and he sees that no one's laughed and <laughs> he gives like a non-committal shrug jerking himself through the air as if he's just as if he's if, if he's if he's a hand brushing the air away <laughs> and he says ah come on have a bit of fun what do you call a fly without wings? A walk! As soon as he looks away from Onyx, Onyx is going to try and hit him with the Adamantan Greatsword. <laughs> <laughs> Bobbit's trying really hard not to giggle, so she doesn't have time to actually warn him about what he's doing. No one laughs, and so he turns around to face no, Alex. No, Bobbit thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, yeah Bobbit's the only one who giggles, and so he turns around to... it's a really stupid joke for a kid. It is. So he turns around to face Bobbit and he says, Ah, oh, jeez, you know, everyone, all your friends, they all got huge sticks up there in other regions, you know? They don't know <laughs> good jokes when they hear them. And as soon as he turns around, Onyx moves in with his adamantine uh, greatsword. Go ahead and roll an attack to hit, please, Onyx. swear <laughs> <laughs> to God, if I die from some rebound of damage, I'm going to laugh so hard. Uh, that... Uh, what's my... To hit, uh, plus four, plus four, plus eight, uh, 21. 21. Yeah, that is a hit. Go ahead and roll the damage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, what is a great sword? Is 2d6? Yes, 2d6 a great sword. Yeah. Yeah. I just like the idea of this little lizard guy basically carrying the fucking lump of iron from Berserk. He just comes <laughs> back now. <laughs> the Dragon Slayer. Uh, That's third. Cool. 13. 13. Okay, so that damage is completely negated, reduced to zero, <laughs> because Yaka is immune to all forms of attack. <laughs> Furthermore, as you strike him, he turns around, immediately faces you, he smiles, and he says, Hey, hey, watch it, pal! And then suddenly... Oh, fuck. Here we go. A wave of... A wave of magical energy expels from him, striking you for 18 points of force damage. Was that 18 or 80? 18. 18. 
Okay, one cool. Knocking you <laughs> off your feet. And as you lie there on your feet, groaning, Yucca looks at you and he says, oh, Sorry about that, pal. I did say to you, Fred, Dan, Asarax made me immune to all forms of damage. He doesn't want me to die. So, you know, if I were you, I would, uh, you know, keep your weapons to yourself, you know. No hard feelings, ah, huh, pal? He hovers over you and he says, Look, look, here, look, I'll cheer you up a bit. What happens when you witness a shipwreck? You let it sink in. <laughs> More crickets. Oh <laughs> this is terrible. More crickets in the background. It's just Bobbit giggling in the background. She sort of Bobbit just looks is now glaring at Bobbit. Bobbit still looks at us. Yeah, he, for some reason, Hasarek doesn't want him to die, so he's completely immortal. The only way to get rid of him is to um, pay him to leave. Yeah, the going rate's uh, 10,000. We're already two out of 10 of the thousands there. So uh, hand over eight. I'll go back to that room. I'll sit down on my pedestal and I'll wait for the next unfortunate sack to uh, stumble down into Asarak's domain. Oh, well, that's not a sap. She didn't come from a tree. <laughs> ah, you like tree jokes, do you, kid? Well, let me let me tell you this one. What's the best way to uh, carve wood? Whittle by whittle. <laughs> You're barking oh, up the wrong bitch. tree here, mate. <laughs> oh, my it's God. It's going to get us all killed, and at least I'm laughing. Oh, <laughs> I need to go get some in, all in, in, <laughs> in and out of character is just dying on the inside now. <laughs> and so as Yaka continues on uh, continues on with his comedy routine you sort of tune him out as you start to face the task of what you're going to do next um, um Dale yep uh, because I was working I belong to the tribe that was become like enslaved to be smiths would i know how much an adamantine greatsword would be worth yeah you would um you know it to be worth uh at least a couple hundred gold um you don't know the exact value but you do know that in some markets it could fetch up to a thousand hey skull do you like things other than gold uh well you know i gotta eat them so uh hey if you're thinking of giving me something made out of gold, well, you know, it tastes the same, but uh, if things that aren't made out of gold, I ain't gotta turn them down, I'm afraid. So you wouldn't like an adamantine lollipop? Eh, nah, you know, I've had adamantine before. It leaves a, you know, a bad sting in the throat, you know, and don't even, don't even remind me of when it comes out the other end, you know, it's a bit, uh, uh, you know, well, I, you, you have another end. I was gonna say he says that, and Bob is just so like looking directly underneath the skull, going, "Where does all that go anyway?" He he says he says, "Tell you what, kid. Uh, I'll talk about it when you're a bit older, because you know uh, the logistics of exactly how I eat. Uh, well, it's not for the faint of heart, you know. Uh, needless to needless. The other end of you is it in this dungeon somewhere, or do we not? Have do we have to worry about, like, the back end of a skeleton somewhere just going to be... 
he looks at you, he says, Ah, oh, well, yeah, uh, tell you what, don't, uh, don't try to use any teleportation magic, and, uh, you won't, uh, meet up with my other hand. Wait, that's where that goes? Oh, gods! <laughs> <laughs> And so, your discussion of where to go next continues, overshadowed by Yaka, constantly jabbering in the background, and as much you as you this guy. as much as you try to overtalk him, he starts talking louder and louder until it gets to the oh, point good, where you're almost shouting about what to do next, and you can still hear snatches of his routine. Uh, penetrating your conversation. So, what would you guys like to do? Robert, mm. you said that this guy was immune to damage and magical effects, right? Does that magical mm -hmm. effects on him? Yep. Does that mean that he would be immune to a magical effect that was happening around him if it was non-damaging? Probably. All he said was Asterix made that he can't be hurt by magic or attacks. And they can't be hurt, but if it's a non-damaging one? Hmm. Mm. All you know is oh. that he said he's immune to all magical effects. I feel like if Asterix mm. said all magical effects, it's gonna be all magical effects. Shit. And after watching, after watching you fail, Bubba doesn't really want to try anything else like that. I look like it hurt. <laughs> No, apparently the only way we can get rid of him is if we pay him the rest of the money that he wants. Well? Oh, damn. Silence is only a ten-minute spell anyway. Don't worry. Yeah, it's... <laughs> <laughs> you have got to keep casting <laughs> it over and over and over. You can go ahead. But if it's immune to all effects, silence is, would have yeah, an so effect. Yeah, so it may not work. It's not just damage. Yeah. He's following you around, and there's nothing you can do about it unless you yeah. pay him. And it, some it, it took, yeah, it took me two hours to. Well, it took Alessander two hours to feed him the two thousand to start with, and she. Well, she doesn't want to come back until he's gone. It didn't. So if we leave the rest of the money in a room, you can just eat it, and we can go on our way. Hey, pal, do I got? Do I look like I got hands? I ain't oh, got there. teeth, don't you? Oh, I was gonna say, Bobbit still looks and goes, "Wait, what if Bobbit gave you three loyal subjects to just sit there and feed you and listen to your jokes?" Oh well, you know, I could, uh, I could take that. You know, uh, feeding me's gonna be, you know, a full day of work. So, you know, if they're willing to listen to my routine and you know, be a captive audience, uh, who am I to turn it oh, down? I was gonna say, oh, trust Bobbit. These guys have nothing better to do. Yaka smiles and he says, "Well then, uh, if you are happy to say goodbye to eight thousand of your hard-earned coins, then go ahead." <laughs> Bob is trying to smile, but there is a small tear running down her cheek as, as we contemplate this. Uh, so much money. So... He, he says, though, as you think, he yep. says, Remember, you did pay me 2000 and I agreed to shut up exactly once. So, uh, you know, maybe take some time to think about it. Hmm. We need more than just one lot of silence. I need... Sinhorn's already done with 
This routine was okay. Druid coughing, cricket noises everywhere. Eh, well, it's up to you guys. Bobbit's happy to work with whatever people want, but where? What, What benefit do we have for this guy? Apparently, he says he knows how this dungeon works. Oh, can oh we get that God, information from behind? behind? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, I know all about this uh, this dungeon. Like I, uh, I know there's a room. And it's got a trap in it, right? Now you don't want to go anywhere near this trap because the moment you go near this trap, but you everything turns into snakes and they all rain down on you and they're hissing and they're wiggling and oh, it's, it's a terrible situation. <laughs> What else? Uh, he thinks for a moment and says, Ah, uh, well, you know, there's a room where, uh, you walk in and you're all suddenly turned into dogs. Into what? what? Dogs. dogs. You know, woof, woof, bark, bark, you know. <laughs> Go searching for bones. Huh. Well, if I get turned into a dog, there's one bone I'm coming to find. <laughs> While they're considering this, because, you know, Onyx doesn't actually care, mm. um, I'm going to pick up a bone from the piles that Bobbit dropped near the stairwell. Yep. And I'm going to go into this corridor yep, again. Yep, space. And poke the... Through the uh, plate. And- the plate yep so as the others talk to yaka you inch past the purple mold and you can still hear yaka's voice over the din of the others talking to him you squeeze actually could i try and investigate it first uh the plate yeah the yep. actual yeah investigate the actual plate because i don't yep. think i actually investigated it i just saw you what squeeze it was and... into the crawl space make your way up to the plate that bisects it please make an investigate check Pardon me. Uh, that is a nat one. Oh, God. So, it just appears to be the face of a minotaur made out of iron. The holes that form the eyes are about two inches wide each, and you can see through them, see that the tunnel continues on. From what you can tell, there don't appear to be any moving parts. There's no line that suggests that this is two sheets of iron or anything. It appears to just be one plate of iron. It doesn't look like it's connected to any mechanisms or anything. I'm gonna poke it with the bone. You poke it with the bone and it rattles slightly from the impact of the bone, but doesn't move. Okay. Uh, is there any part of the bone that would be thick enough to go through the eye hole? Yep. Would you like to insert the bone through the eye hole? Yes. You poke your bone through the eye hole of the minotaur and it just pokes through and you can can even twist the bone around and feel the back of the iron plate with it. Can I try and lift the plate? Yes, you can. In fact, as you're feeling, as you're twisting the bone around, you point it up and you feel that on the back of the plate is some sort of hinge, meaning it can be lifted up. 
I'd like you to make an athletics check, please. Uh, okay. I don't have proficiency, but I do have a good... Ha! <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, nat 20. <laughs> wow. Which is a 24. You You place your hands in the eye holes using them as leverage and you push the plate up. With a creak, the plate turns up until it is parallel with the top of the crawl space and then you hear a loud click as it locks into place. In your head, Wongo says, Yes, yes, uh, Mike makes right. <laughs> okay, and I've got that bone. I would like to try and prop it so that it's... I know it's locked into place, but so that it's like holding the plate up in case the mechanism holding it up just lets go. Yep. Um, so you take the bone and you prop it up so it's leaning against the side of the crawl space and the other end of it is stuck through the uh, eye hole of the plate. Um, it doesn't look very doesn't look very strong, but um, it's holding up the plate at the very least. Mm, okay, so if, if it was just let go and it's just the weight of the plate, it would probably survive, but if there's a mechanism to actually swing it shut, it might not survive. Yeah. Um, I don't have anything That said, the crawlway appears to be safe to move through now that you've moved the plate. How far is... I would like to put some in my shadow behind yep. me. Yep. Completely forgetting that I had that ability. <laughs> um, it happens. Yep. And then I would like to crawl through slowly, but at any moment that something happens that I'm not sure what it is immediately, I want to summon, transport back to my shadow. Yep. So you crawl through, and as you crawl under the plate, it remains locked in place. Um, do you want to continue going down the crawl space? I would like to poke my head out of the crawl yep. space and look down what I assume is a hallway. So you reach the end of the crawl space, you poke your head out and find, as you suspected, a narrow hallway about five foot, five feet wide and much like the one you originally came from, it is covered in patches of fleshy looking pink and purple growths. Okay. Uh, how far away is that? That's 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Uh, if I stand out in the hallway, can I see what's down here? Um, so you climb out of the crawl space, your feet landing on some of the some of the undergrowth, making a squishing sound. I'm going to close the stream. As you're... Yeah, as you put on the... <laughs> as someone's hearing shit. went, nope. As so your... Yeah. As your um, feet squish, press down into the alien growth. Um, so from here, you can see that the hallway intersects. It heads north and poking 
your head around the corner, you can see that the northern route leads to the main uh, stairwell of the dungeon. Yeah. At the end of the hallway to the east, you can see at the very end what appears to be a larger, more open room uh, where the floor is covered in a thin layer of sparkling water. Mm. Okay. Uh, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30. Okay, so that's... That's actually the limit is how far away I can get. Okay, uh, I'm just going to swap places with my shadow and just head back. Yep. Uh, my shadow will disappear because I'll get out of its range when I'm heading back. Yep. And um, I'll get back and found. say, yeah, I found a way through. You okay. head back to the others and you hear that voice emanating down the <laughs> corridor. Well, yeah, look, I need someone to help me eat the coins, you know, because, you know, I, you ever tried eating with chopsticks? You know, I tried to stick with it, but, uh, you know, it didn't work out. Mm. And you arrive and you inform the others of what you've found, that you seem to have locked the uh, iron plate into place, and that through that crawl space, you can access the main stairwell and further east a room that appears to contain water hmm. so you have multiple places you could go from here the southern crawl space will take you into the room with the two balconies and the floating wooden platforms the mm -hmm. secret there is a secret door in the room where yaka was found that appears to lead out into a hallway that you haven't explored yet and there is also the double stone doors to the south of the cylindrical room. Okay. Before we go any further, I'm guessing we want to deal with the uh, Yaka problem sooner rather than later. I was trying to get information from him before we left this area. There is one question I would like to ask before we go any yep. further. So... I would basically go look at the, uh, oh, because obviously Alexander's offering, are going to be offering ideas to make it stop talking for five minutes. <laughs> Have a sort of go, um, Mr. Skull Guy. Sorry, Bobby didn't catch your name before uh, Yaka, we switched over. If you, Yaka, if you please. <laughs> okay, Mr. Yaka. Um, Aserac is what everybody's read. Aserac is a lich, right? Yeah, he's an arch lich, dub. The big so, cheese. I was gonna say, just would would I know anything about how liches work or function? Um, you can make an arcana check. Oh, please. Yeah, that's a twenty-five. So yeah, you know yeah, the gonna... you know the basics of how a lich works. That it's a spellcaster who achieves immortality. They place a piece of their soul in a phylactery. So if they're destroyed, mm -hmm. they can regenerate, and then. Their phylactery is usually heavily guarded because it's their source of unlife and yeah. Do you know uh, the we'll you know the, the gist of yeah, it? Yeah, we know the we know the gists. So we can go. So if he's a ledge, that means he has a phylactery, right? Oh well, yeah, he'd have to have one. Otherwise, he'd just go poof, wouldn't he? Hmm. hmm. Is his phylactery here by any chance? Oh yeah. Well, you know. He's got more than one, as far as I know. You know, he, he said he said he has one on each plane that he's built these uh, contraptions in. 
but uh, he has one phylactery on each plane that binds him to that plane, so uh, yeah, he's got a phylactery in here somewhere, and if you was to destroy it, it would uh, prevent him from coming back to this plane until his servants could uh, get some other form of phylactery to bind him here. Do you know where it is? Oh yeah, sure, I do, I know exactly where it is. It's, uh, it's, uh, down there on, uh, level, uh, four, I think. Uh, level four, uh, in the room that's guarded by, uh, giant oozes. Oh, great. You know, you'd think he'd want something that doesn't eat everything just, indiscriminately. Just, 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 shut up, shut up, shut up, just, 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 he'll find he'll summon something worse otherwise. <laughs> Of course, to get to that room, you gotta go through the other room that's got that trap that constantly, uh, pelts you with diamonds until they cut you to ribbons. And you say... Diamonds? Ooh. Wait. That's gonna be That's not even with Wong, with, um, friggin' Nang Nang y yelling in my head. That's just all that. Just going, yeah. oh, wow. Yeah, Nang Nang is, Nang Nang is <laughs> going... We will put them in our palace and make everyone jealous of our riches. Hmm. Well, that was all Bobbit wanted to know, so that's that's handy. Do you guys have any more questions? Well, we know about the snakes, and now we know about the diamonds, and we know about the And the dark rooms. <laughs> Dog room. Yeah, yeah don't really forget about don't forget about the room Ooh. where you turn into a dog, and then in the next room after that, there's a dog catcher, and he's gonna try to round you all up. Wait, shit! I don't even have insight to tell if this is actually a real thing. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's just gonna be sitting there, just like staring, going, "Oh." Yeah. Uh, I have insight. I'm gonna insight him on that one. <laughs> Go ahead, roll insight. I believe everything uh, he says. That's one. <laughs> I'm gonna try anyway. Twelve. Wow, that's a that's a nineteen. Okay, nineteen. Okay, okay, so twelve was not sufficient, but nineteen is. Uh, all of these things that Yaka is describing, particularly the dog room and other things like a phylactery being guarded by oozes that eat everything, um, sounds a bit far fetched for what you could expect in Asarex tomb. Uh, so probably just tilt their heads to the side going, Are you sure? That's it? Like, I was, I almost believe the dog one. That sounded fun, but, hmm. Oh, of but, course, I know everything there is to know. Yaka is a font of knowledge. Yeah, I was just going to sort of like group huddle with the rest of them going, Bobbert thinks he's making stuff up. He might, I think he's lonely. It sounds like he's making things up, but you, you guys have already fought a slime, so what What would wait, say wait. there's not another slime? Wait, 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 wait. I forgot to tell you about the most deadly trap of all on level 5. Mm -hmm. It's a normal room, a big wide open room, but litter in the ground, all invisible, is hundreds of banana peels. So Lucian has a cardiac arrest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you see Sir Lucian in the background just go <gasps> and clasp his hand to his chest. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, 
Even Bobbitt's just like deadpan, just like even Bobbitt's just deadpan staring at this point, going, Okay, okay, Bobbitt was hoping this would be a new friend, but does anyone want to help Bobbitt pay him? I don't have this... much, but I'm willing to put in, I can put in a thousand gold. Okay. <laughs> so, seven thousand, you must pay Bobbitt. Uh,. Is anyone else assisting, or...? I'm going 6, to 6,995. I'm putting in five. <laughs> You're putting in wow. Because that's all I can give. Yep. Fair enough. Yeah. Onyx uh, was a slave up until recently. No, that's not. I figured that, <laughs> so... That's fine. That's fine. Understandable. <laughs> so Bubba, Bubba will turn back with, uh... Go... So... If Bobbitt gives you some people to listen to, some people for you to talk to, and the money that you need, you could eat that and then be on your way or go back to your pedestal. Oh, hot diggity, yeah, yeah. Give me the eight thou, uh, give me a captive audience, and when I'm done eating, I'll go back in that room and I'll wait for the next unlucky sap to come and wake me up. Okay. Bobbitt will start uh, emptying out the... uh Fifteen hundred out. Yeah, so. Bob just in her head just apologized, just basically apologizes to both Alessandra and um Nang Nang, because I'm sure Nang Nang's gonna be yeah. having Nang Nang is Nang Nang is just saying, Don't you don't give him the money. Yeah, we can subdue him and put him as a trophy in our dungeon. Mm. <laughs> Mm. We don't have a dungeon. Meanwhile, oh, in, meanwhile in yeah. Zinhorn's head, Obelaka is just saying, oh, I don't care how much it costs, well, let's let's make sure this thing's not following us. Okay, so how much am I, am I paying if... So uh, you're paying... Fifty. You're paying six and a half thousand, just under six and a half thousand. Yep, so six thousand four hundred and ninety-five. Okay. Break my damn heart. <laughs> 495. Yikes. Uh, How much you got? You got plenty left, or? Oh, I still have time. I have a lot left, but uh, there were there were uh, there were there were things that money was going to be used for. But uh, <laughs> fine, fine. So Bobbit will painstakingly. Yeah, you basically, yeah, you basically just see Bobbit just keep reaching deeper and deeper in a pocket and just pulling out like handfuls of this stuff until. Oh, I'm guessing a few minutes later we finally get to that, uh, the amount needed, and then looks over to her three skeletons and goes, Okay, boys, Bobbit has a new new job for you three. Mr. Yaka, this is Rattles, Skittles, and Carl. They're going to be your audience, and they're going to feed you all the gold you want. Ah, oh, diggity, says Yaka, and he immediately hovers over to the pile of gold. Your three skeletons <laughs> rattle over. And one of them picks up a gold coin and inserts it into Yaka's mouth. He chews it, obviously savouring it and looking over at all of you with what is very clearly a smug look on his face. And he says, oh yeah, I'm loving this, my captive audience. Hey, it's a classic of mine, guys. Let me tell you, why was six, why was six afraid of seven? Because seven, eight, nine! Hey, <laughs> you get it? I was going to say, Bobbitt instructs the skeletons oh, to laugh. Yeah, yeah. Bobbitt instructs the skeletons to laugh whenever they, uh, well, in her head, she instructs them to laugh whenever they hear a joke. The skeletons look over at you and um, they all shrug 
it's that mime laughing and Yaka says, Ah, I love it, I love it, look, they appreciate good humor. <laughs> all right, all right, what do you call a fish with no eye? A fish! <laughs> oh, I kill myself sometimes. From the bottom of my soul, I thank you, M2, for paying his price. And Zinhorn. And so we basically leave him, and as we leave, Bobbit will say something that may or may not worry Onyx in the future. Well, I suppose it won't be his problem later on, but just go... Okay, have fun, Mr. Skull, and if you somehow make it out of here, remember our offer for later. Bye-bye. Move, 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 move. Just starts pushing people. You just <laughs> you push actually, down no, the for whole a second, Alessandra's eyes just click back in. It's just, everybody out, everyone out now. Move, 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 move before Bobbit goes back to listen to more jokes. <laughs> oh, but I like the jokes. I know you do, but we're not doing this. <laughs> So are you going into the crawl space that Onyx secured, or are you heading somewhere else? Anyone, I don't know, can everyone fit in the crawl space? Yeah, everyone could. well, so Lucian will have to make a check to fit in, but otherwise everyone should be fine. Well, so Lucian and Ava will both need off. checks. Uh, is that a dex check for Ava? Yeah, it'll be a dex check to squeeze in there. Yeah. So I can merge with Starring through the wall. Oh, yeah, you can Actually, merge. Yeah, you can just skip that. Wow, yeah, okay. You can just else? move through the crawl. You can just skip straight through the crawl space to the other side. Would you like to do that? I keep forgetting you can do that. If he gets to move at, like, lose his ability when he comes out or as he's emerging from the stone. Like, is he more... his hands sort of stuck in the wall? <laughs> yeah. uh, I believe the idea would be don't make sure that doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, shit, not again. So you all, you all get ready to crawl through the crawl space. So Lucian walks to the end of the corridor and expends his use of merge with stone for a day, presses his hands out, pressing them into the purple alien growth and then steps beyond them walking through the stone wall and popping out the other side and when he pops out the other side he's glad you can't see him as when he end when he's merged with stone ends his right hand is still attached to the wall and he has to spend a solid two minutes going trying to pull his hand free until finally it comes loose flaying some of his skin away with it and leaving his hand with a big red stinging mm. patch <laughs> uh, this is why we don't Me. mention things out loud. Uh, Ava, I got a seven. Seven? Yep. Unfortunately. So, what is the order that you would like to head into the crawl space? Well, I mentioned well, actually, I should probably go first and see. He was. The yeah, one that I feel like Onyx it. is like, follow yeah. me or not, I don't care. I'm going. Well, Ava has to go last because she failed her check. Yeah. So Onyx, so, yeah. Zinhorn, Alessander. Onyx moves mm. in. You crawl through the, uh, you crawl underneath the plate and you pop out the other end next to Sir Lucian. Zinhorn moves through. He sees the plate touching the roof, moves under it, and pops out next to Onyx and Sir Lucian. Alessander begins to crawl through. And Alessander, as you crawl under the plate, I need you to make a perception check, please. Oh, shit. <laughs> Of course, it's only my worst stat. I'd be happy to roll that. And that's an eight. Uh... You see that the plate still appears to be locked into place. You do not notice the bone that's propping it up is starting to bend slightly. 
under the, under the weight of the iron plate, and there is now okay. hairline cracks running down the side of it. You pop out the end oh, no. of the crawl space with everyone else, and then Ava begins to make her way through. If you decapitate Ava, I swear to God. <laughs> she, Ava is crawling underneath the iron plate, and just as she crawls underneath, she hears a loud thunk, and the mechanism locking the plate into place breaks, and it swings straight down with blinding speed. I need Ava to make a deck save. Please. The DC will be 18. Oh, well, the dice landed on 18 and she has a plus 9. So. Yep. So she's oh, wow. 27. <laughs> Hooray! She's, she leaps forward further into the crawl space as shing, the iron plate drops down behind her, sparing her the 20 d8s of slashing damage. She oh, fuck! Oh, dear! And slightly, slightly, <laughs> slightly shaken, she pops out of the crawl space and rejoins everybody else. Oh boy. Oh god. That's not terrifying at all. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, he's got nothing to do with I, this. I, 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 <laughs> give me a moment for my heart to, you know, restart. <laughs> yeah, because that would have been the end of you if you lost Ava like that. Yep. Yeah. That could have killed her. <laughs> yeah. Would have. 20 D8s, fucking hell. I'd be more terrified if it didn't. As it says in the module, fail. Oh, yeah, the- it would have knocked her out. Yeah. yeah. If the character <laughs> fails their check, they take 20 D8 damage as the plate slams down, bisecting their body. If they fall to 0 HP, their body is cut neatly in two. Uh, yep, yep, yeah. Ava oh, done. wow. Uh, that, that sounds great. Calabummer, <laughs> dude. Cleft in twine. Yep, cleft in twain indeed, good sir. Jesus, okay. So, moving, moving along, moving along. So, where would you like I... to go now? You're in the hallway. Just like the previous hallway, it's almost featureless, save for the purple... <laughs> fleshy growth that covers the floors and walls. And as you watch, you can just see tiny little eye stalks poking out of patches of the growth watching you. And as you draw closer to them, they duck back into the growth as if scurrying away from your gaze. Mm. That's that's it. Should we just go charge into the growth and just start swinging our blades (laughs) at No, we, no, we, no. we prove why that's a bad yeah, idea. You should just leave that's... it alone. But just you know that you know that the beholder who resides on this lair is watching you. It has a constant eye on you, thanks to you alerting him. And as the little oh, eye stalks poke out of the alien growth, you know that he's watching your every move wherever he is. So, oh, good. Where would you like to go from here? Um, think of a nice the main cozy stairwell, room. and we've got the water straight. Well, yes. the main stairwell usually has the plaque with Clark, the clues on indeed. it. Yeah. So to head out to the yeah. main stairwell. Yeah. And obviously, we'll have to be on alert because there's usually stuff patrolling the the stairway, but the, those plaques are usually helpful. So that would be my bet. Um, 
it appears that you're lucky this time as you emerge out onto the balcony and there don't appear to be any helmed horrors or any other sentries guarding it. Um, this, <clears throat> this balcony is identical to the other two you've seen, save for the fact that the purple alien growth covers pretty much everything. Sections of the floor, the walls, and the stone barrier. There is a stairway leading down to level 4, and from where you are, you can actually see the bottom of the stairwell clearly for the first time. You can see a large hole a large uh, hole in the middle of the room that appears to be covered by some sort of metal grating, and around it are four stone pedestals, each topped with a four-armed gargoyle. Just as you expected, mm. you see Asarak's plaque on the northernmost wall of the of the stairwell, and so you immediately head over to it to gain the wisdom that it holds. While Yay. we're walking over there, yep. Uh, Onyx would like to ask... Is it Bobbled or Alessander in control at the moment? It's Alessander yeah. in control. Is it? Now, technically, it's, it was Bobbled. Alessander was just yelling at her. Oh, yes. Bobbled in control uh, still. Hmm. Yep. Miss Knowledge Lady, uh, how hmm. strong does a beholder have to be to be able to manifest this much moss without letting it go? Bobbit just, without saying a word, just holds up the absolutely terrified gazer in her hand, going, about this strong. Yeah, uh, well, Bobbit, you know that um, a beholder, like, this is this is no measure of a beholder's power. Any beholder mm -hmm. in its lair is able to do this. In fact, okay. remember that in Xanathar's lair, there were actually similar alien growths. It was just not as ever-present because Xanathar yeah. didn't really require it to watch people. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah the, the last one we, we found had stuff like this, but not as much. So you see the copper plaque in the wall and you read it and carved into it are the words, walk through water with weapon in hand. Slake your shadow at the font the vulture is the first step. Write the gods, and the walls of history tell all. Hmm. From here Can in the from here in the stairwell, there is another hallway headed to the north, and a larger, more open hallway headed to the west. Walk with walk through water with weapon in hand is pretty self-explanatory. Which is Probably. really a problem because Onyx is always walking with his shield and hammer in hand. Yep. Mm. Hmm. Uh, okay. Oh, didn't we just hear water? Yes, uh, Onyx would have told you that uh, he saw water at the end of the hallway that he came out of before. Yep. Well, that seems like where that so one is for. Yeah. So you guys want to check that out? And how's everybody else feel? Well, Zoom has yeah. got his uh, flame tongue long sword out, and the, the, he's making sure that the vines have got the axe hmm. well in hand. Yep. Or well in vine. Barbet has one of her mini staffs in hand. 
yep, one of her many staffs, because yeah. she's getting well, quite a collection at this point. <laughs> like, literally, if you if you guys ever, um, everyone here watched Fairy Tale at some point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that uh, one wizard that has, like, the multiple, like, <laughs> one for each occasion. Yeah, yeah, just has like, just a bundle of, yeah, that's the one, yeah, him. Basically, just Bob would just walk around with just a pile of stuffs on her back. <laughs> so, finding sticks. She want to head to the east. Sure, uh, it's probably the only one uh, that we know the answer for. Yeah, yeah so at this think. stage, yes. Or have a clue for, and we know what the clue is correspondent to. Yep. Or so you yeah. think. Or so we think. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we think probably. You could never know for certain. So never know for certain. um. I would like you, to reiterate that I have my Warhammer in hand with yep. my shield out as well. So mm-hmm. you you step once again into the hallway, make your way through the alien growth, the tiny eye stalks watching you and your footwear squishing into the growth with each step yeah. you take until you reach the end of the hallway and step out into a large open room uh, filled with water. The water comes up to just above your ankle and sends chills running up your legs as you step into this freezing cold liquid. You barely have any time to make... You barely have any time to even take in the features of the room before the surface of the water ripples and a water elemental and two water weirds lunge out, ready to attack. Please roll for initiative. Oh! That... Oh... Well, oh, okay. Onyx no. got a nat twenty, oh, so that's twenty-one for Onyx. Twenty-one for Onyx. Seventeen. Uh, I technically got a twenty-two, but I rolled a nineteen on mine. So I'm guessing uh, Onyx still goes first. Yes, yeah, so Onyx will go first. And then that one, of course. That sounds about right for Mr. <laughs> Lucian. <laughs> so Lucian will go. And out the way now. No, actually, he pulls out his sword, goes to charge into battle, and then just face faults on the banana peel. Um, <laughs> 12 for Ava. 12 for Ava. Uh, how did Zinhorn go? 17. Okay, so Onyx is up first. Okay. Um, I'm going to... I'm going to walk... Uh, uh, 5, 10, no, so 5, 10... Uh... 15 feet, so 5, 10 feet. Uh, Onyx is going to walk here. Yep. And cast Lightning Lure at... Wait a minute. Is it the whole, like, room floating? Yeah, the whole room floating. Uh, yeah. Ray of Frost, actually. Hold Ray on, let me look Frost. up Ray of Frost. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. honestly, I thought the same deal. I like, no, they're ma- just because they're made of water, they're part of the room. That's Yeah, they're bad. part of the room. That would be bad for you. Uh, I'm just looking up Ray of Frost. Well, I mean, as long as you're on the floor anyway. Make a ranged spell attack against a turret. On a hit, it takes 1d8 cold damage, and its speed is reduced by 10 feet. Okay. So, what? No, I didn't want to open that one. There we go. Uh, what I'm going to do is Ray of Frost the uh, weird on the left. Yep, water weird one. And I'm going to use a meta magic to spend one sorcery point to cast it on the water weird on the right as well. Wow, well. yep. Ooh. 
Um, nice. So that's two spell attacks, I believe. Yep. Go ahead and yeah. roll. Nice. Uh, uh, both of those. Oh shit! Both of those are ten plus my thing. So what's my thing? Uh, plus eighteen for yep, both so of them. Yep. So those are both hits. Nice. Okay, so that is two d8s because I'm a little six sorcerer. Uh, where's the dice that I trust? There it is. Good thing I checked. It. That's okay. I rolled two tens on the attacks and then two sixes on the damages. So that's okay. That's just getting weird, man. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Uh, so that's uh, twelve for the one on the left. Yep. At. 11 for the one on the right. Okay, very well. That's some decent damage. Um, uh, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to summon my shadow to the right of me. Yep. Uh, I'm going to take one step to the left. Yep, so that you're, you I... and your shadow are each facing off a of water weird. Yeah, uh, and then I'm going to... Uh, action surge. Ooh. And do the exact same thing again. Boop. So, uh, yep. Ray of Frost, left and right, weird. Yep, go ahead. Uh, ooh, that one may actually be a miss, but, uh, that is a 23 for the one on the left and a 12 for the one on the right. So the one on the right misses, but the other okay. one hits. Either way, both of these water weirds have their movement reduced because of the previous Ray of yep. Frost. Uh, and Yay. that was six damage. Yep. Uh, so I've used five, ten, fifteen. I'm going to take one step diagonally right north. Yep. Roar at them all. Yep. Which so I should have done first, but... Fuck yeah, it. it's fine. Grant advantage to the next attacks on them. Yep. <laughs> and then one step back to my position. Yep, very well. Okay. It is now uh, Alessandra's turn. And I get advantage? Yes. Fine. Everyone gets advantage on every single attack roll until the end of my next turn. Yep. Oh, sweet Jesus. Start of my next turn, but yeah. Yeah. Um, hmm. Not sure how to work with this, so I'm just going to fall back to my usual favorite of Eldritch Blast for everybody. All right, Which, who are you hitting with it? See, a part of me wants to go for the weirds, but another part of me really wants to go for the big guy in the middle. Well, so quick question, is there anything like that weird mold stuff like on the floor or the roof of this place? Um, this appears to be the one place it doesn't grow. Perhaps it can't grow with the water and the dampness in this room. <laughs> okay, how high up is the ceiling on this? Ah, uh, 20 feet. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. Watch, uh, the boat pulls out her staff and then immediately U-turns and just bo books it up the wall. <laughs> Running straight up the wall and onto the roof. And then I will, while I'm up there, I will fire Eldritch Blast at the Water Elemental. Yep, go ahead. So I get that with advantage. Alright, first one is... I always keep forgetting, I'm pretty sure it's plus 9 to hit. Just keep forgetting, it is, so it's 22 on the first one. Yep, that's a hit. And, and, wow, I rolled 13 twice while rolling for it with advantage, so that's 22 <laughs> on the second one. Yeah, they're both hits. Go ahead, roll the damage. Outstanding. 
Alright, first one's going to be 9 points of force damage. Second one is going to be 15 points of force damage. So that's 20... Uh, sorry, that's 9 and 15. Yeah, that's 24 all up. Yep. Nice. Okay. Boom. It is the enemy's turn. So the two mm -hmm. water weirds look over at the party and then they dive into the water, becoming one with it, becoming invisible or they are fully immersed. Of the, course. the first one uh, emerges out of the water in front of Onyx, and it goes for an attack with advantage because it got the drop on you. So that will be uh, a 21 non-natural to hit. Yep, thanks. Yep. So you take eight points of bludgeoning damage, and you are now grappled. As the water weird wraps its form around you and then dives once again into the water, pressing your face into the few inches of water <laughs> that cover the floor, attempting to drown you. Yeah, you yeah. should have a problem with that. Bobbit ritual cast. <laughs> you water Yeah, just from the roof, you hear jumps <laughs> of new losers. Bobbit's been casting that every day. Yeah, well, that's yeah. what it's. Um, Water Weird, <laughs> Water Weird 2 pops up in front of Sir Lucian and goes to attack him with advantage, and that will be an 11 and a 15, so Sir Lucian holds out his shield and bashes the Water Weird away. I, just a, I was going to yes. say, it's just a wet slap on his yeah, armor, just, just to... stop it. <laughs> he slips in the banana peel, defending himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The water elemental rushes down through the uh, cavern, drawing an attack of opportunity from Onyx's shadow. Uh, it technically doesn't because it didn't leave his. Oh, yeah, it didn't. No, it's still in his. That's right. Yeah. And seeing Bobbit there on the roof, it attempts to make a multi attack slam. So the first one is a nap one. Obviously, Bobbit is too high up for it to get to it, get to her. The second one is a 19 with disadvantage. Oh, of course, with disadvantage. Because it yeah, was a cool, 19 and a nat 20. So, yeah. Oh, dear lord. So that, well, is, <laughs> that is 13 points of bludgeoning damage. Ow. And then, as it... Wait. Before it hmm. Then before no, it ends... Yep, yep. No, I was trying to see um, if uh, how how my werewolf stuff well oh, where yeah. stuff would fit in that, but I'm guessing not so much. Uh it's attacks. Well, it it doesn't say its attacks count as magical, so yeah, you can halve that, um, reduce it to seven. Um, then at the end of its turn, it uses it its barbarian. <laughs> <laughs> at the end of its turn, it uses its whelm ability, and so I uh, need uh, Sir Lucian. Uh, Bobbit and Onyx to all please make DC 15 strength saves. Okay. Oh. I'm guessing that's everything that's around it. Yeah. Five feet. Yep. Okay, so my shadow needs to as well. Cool. Oh, yes. Uh, shadow that's a six, 16 for Bobbit. Yep. 16 for Bobbit. That's a pass. Uh, uh, I've got a 12 for me and a 15 for my shadow. Yep, so your shadow passes, yeah. you don't. Uh, so, Lucian, how did you go? 
Got to do a strength save, and you got to get at least fifteen. Otherwise, you is whelmed. What was that? <laughs> strength save of see if you can get fifteen. Otherwise, you're going to get whelmed. Uh, nineteen. Nineteen. Okay, so Sir Lucian yeah. passes. So it's literally just Onyx. So if this is anything like the Wild, I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> so Onyx. Uh, even though the water weird is trying to drown you, the water elemental reaches out and pulls you away, sucking you into its form. You are restrained and grappled. If you can't breathe in water, you start to suffocate, but you are fine. <laughs> and you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Okay. That, that part I can't help with, but no, at, at, the very at the very least, it's like, ah, oh, you're trying to drown him. How cute. It is now Zinhorn's turn. Um, well... Zinhorn's plans have been changed. Hmm. Um... So... I don't know say, like, right in front... First and foremost, but, uh, Zinhorn wants to use his bonus attack to reach in and try and pull Onyx out. Yep. So you lash out with your vines. Uh, I would like you to please make a uh, an athletics or acrobatics check with disadvantage as you're performing it for someone else to un get him unrestrained. Oh. Uh, okay. That is... With disadvantage is an 18. 18, that passes the DC of 14. <laughs> you grab Onyx and pull him out. And drag him next to you and he lands in the water, gasping for breath as he is tired out from that struggle. You may now make the rest of your move. Um, and then he's going to do a... Um, let's do a frostbite just to keep things moving along at the water elemental. Yep, go ahead. He's going to make his save. His save is 11. So he has disadvantage on his next weapon or his next attack. Yep. And that is... Uh, six points of cold damage, so nice. reduced speed. Movement nice. Speed. It is now Ava's turn. Ava is going to... I don't know what she has that she can do for water. Let's just go with... Um, elementals are magical creatures, aren't they? That's they are. Yes. Or are they? Are they held together by magic, or? Well, they're not really held together by magic. They are more just sort of living incarnations of an element. So they're more like living magic. Mm -hmm. huh. I'm not going to attempt to spell magic. Uh, Ava is just going to try and shoot the elemental twice. Yep. Uh, let's see here. That is two 14s plus 10, so 
24 for both arrow attacks. Yep, those hit. Uh, longbow is a d8. Uh, let's go for the first damage. Max damage, woo! So that's... 14 uh, piercing damage. She's going to do the psychic. Uh, four psychic. Well, it's better than um, nothing. She's going to use favored foe. Back to three out of four for her second one, which uh, is minimal damage, unfortunately, which is seven piercing. And a D6 for Favoured Foe. Uh, two Favoured Foe damage. Yep, that's better than nothing. Um, it is, and she's just going to stay there, I guess. Yep, so it is Sir Lucian's turn, and one has to go for a sec. He'll be back, but he has told me what he would like to do. So he's going to strike Water Weird 2, the Water Weird right in front of him with his sword. And that is a nat 20. Oh my god. So he is going to let's see how much damage he deals. Uh, D eight plus eight. So that is wow, thirty-two points of damage. Jesus. So water weird Water Weird 2 turns into a cloud of steam as it fades away from his blow. He then turns to water the water elemental. And he strikes with his second attack. And... Advantage. Yes, with advantage. So that is a non-nat 20. So he hits it. He deals... uh, He deals 14 points of slashing damage to it. He is going to use his uh, goading attack. So he... Adds another d8 to the attack. So that is an extra 5 points of damage. So 19 points altogether. The water elemental makes a wisdom save. Which it fails at 3. So it has disadvantage if it tries to attack anyone other than Sir Lucian. Hooray. It is Onyx's turn. Okay. Onyx is going to take one step diagonally north. Yep. Um, he is going to bonus action roar at it again. Yep. So this time it's only the elemental, not the weird. But yep. You know, everything helps. Uh, yeah, just let me mark so, off that I've used that. Yep. So, Sir Lucian, who just got back, I had you attack the water weird. You nat twenty to kill it with thirty-two points of damage. And then you used your goading attack on the water elemental, Ad, so it can only attack Ooh. you now. So go, Onyx. Um, and then I'm going to... Um, cast... Magic Missile at... Second level. Yep. Can't remember what I used my spell slot on last time. Because I've got one marked off here as used, but whatever. I'm sure I probably did use it. Uh, so that is 5 times 5d4s plus 5. I don't have 5d4s out, so I'm just going to do it here. Uh, 
17 points of damage. 17 points of damage, nice. And then I just hunker down behind my shield and wait for an attack. Yep. Okay, it is Bobbit's turn. Well, I'm still just happily sitting on the roof, so more Eldritch Blast Terray. Yep, go ahead. Roll to hit. Have fun! I assume you're hitting the water elemental? Yeah, I mean, yep. it's directly in front of me, so just basically bonk it on the head with magic. Yep, go ahead. Okay, well, that's almost in that 20, 28 to hit the first blast. Yep, that's a hit. And then that was I rolled a 19 and an 18, so it was 20. Yeah, they both hit. Definitely both, both hit. Both. Yep, both hit. Go ahead, roll All your right. damage. Damage. Fifteen points of force damage all up. Ooh, that is nice. It's looking... You notice that the water that, that churns and roils and makes up the water elemental's form seems to be moving with a bit less force now. It is the enemy's turn. The water elemental is going to roll to see if he gets his whelm back. He does. Oh. But first, the water weird is going to go into the water and turn invisible and he pops up next to Zinhorn and goes in for an attack so Zinhorn that is a 17 to hit misses it misses Zinhorn ducks out of the way as the water weird attempts to grapple him is the water elementals turn it moves down straight in straight into the space in between all of you and then it is going to use its multi-attack to strike at Ava once. I'm going to use a reactionary attack from Onyx. Yep. About uh, the shadow. Yep, go ahead. Uh, advantage. Uh, that is an unnatural 20. That is a hit. Roll the damage. Uh, what's my Warhammer? Is D8. Uh, uh, six damage. Six damage. Well, it's free damage, so what do you yep. complain? Uh, the first slam hits Ava, and she with takes... With disadvantage from the... Yeah, with disadvantage from... Um, it's it's still got a seven... So, it, yeah, it's still got it's still got her. It hits her for 18 points of bludgeoning damage. Were you and... about to say it was 17 to hit? Yeah, 17. Or it rolled. Uh, it no, because rolled... armor class 18. Yeah, it rolled a 17 with disadvantage, oh, okay. so it still hits her, okay. yeah. So okay. she takes, um, she takes 18 points of, uh, bludgeoning damage. It then attempts to, uh, hit Zinhorn with disadvantage because of Lucian's goading attack. And that is a 14. So Zinhorn ducks as the water elemental swings over his head. Then Zinhorn the knows about these water elementals. He, <laughs> he knows all about them, yeah. This, is, it, this is his jam. At the end of its turn, it uses its whelm, so I need everybody to make a strength save, please. Uh, that's a 19. So Bobbit is just staying happily on the oh, roof. Oh, I got a net that, one. That's yep. a 19. Uh. Right, one for Ava and one for oh. Lucian as well. Oh, uh, right. Nat Ava. Oh, Lucian, oh, nat one. <laughs> Ava oh, got a 13. Yeah, I got a net one as well. Okay, so Onyx... bananas today. Yep, Onyx, Sir Lucian, and Ava are all pulled into the water elemental and would be drowning if they didn't have breathed water cast on them. <laughs> but either way, each of them takes 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Ah, oh, jeez. 
It is now uh, Zinhorn's turn. Fun right. fact, Ava and Onyx are on the same amount of health. <laughs> um, I, it's a lot, right? That That's my guess. The number is a lot. It's still, it's, it's, it's still a decent amount. We can t still take two more hits. Well, that, oh, that's God. Good. That's not a lot. Mm -hmm. Um. So, Zinhorn is going to... Firstly, once again, try and pull someone out. Yep, so, um, so Lucian, think, Onyx, or Ava? I think Ava. Yep, so go ahead, roll an acrobatics or athletics with disadvantage. Both of them are a 16, so that yep. is a 21, or 22. You extend your vines, they wrap around Ava's body and pull her out of the roiling water elemental, dumping her on the floor where she gasps. <gasps> you can um, now take the rest of your turn. Then is going to um, cast... What do I want it? Actually, I'm going to cast... Uh, level one thunder wave towards the water weird. Ah, good idea. Okay, so it's going to make a it's going Bond. to make a con save. That is a nine. Though so it does not make its con save. Yep. So go ahead, roll your thunder wave. And that that did do it at level one, so that is two d eights, which is six points of. Uh, Lightning damage or thunder damage? Yep, which is doubled to 12 because it's weak to it. You blast and pushes it. pushes it 15 feet away. Yep, you blast it out of the water into the corridor outside. And since it is no longer in the water, it looks at you, hisses, and turns into a cloud of steam as it dies. Ooh. It is now Ava's turn. Okay. Uh, uh, the map pop. Uh, <laughs> this is not necessarily great. Does she have another weapon other than the flame scimitar? She has her. Yes, yeah, she has a short sword, master weapon. Yeah, okay, cool. Sword. Yep. Okay, uh, she's going to pull out her moon-touched sword and her masterwork short sword. Yep. Um, which is not a plus one. Okay, so well, she is going to... the masterwork gives her plus one on attacks, but not damage. Okay, okay. Yep. So she's just going to swing with the moon-touched first. Yep. Uh, that is a 29. That is a hit. Roll the damage. Uh, D6. Don't forget the favoured uh, foe and the psychic. Yep. So that's six yep. damage from the sword physical, two psychic, six favoured foe. Yep. Uh, the second attack with the masterwork short sword Ooh, is a uh, 14. That hits, still hits. Oh, that's hit. Okay, cool. Uh, so that is six damage. So 
so that is, yep, halved to three, because the water elemental takes half damage from non-magical attacks. Fair enough. And uh, then she's going to take her extra attack. Yep, with the, the moon, moon touch sword. And that's a 15. That's a hit. Oh, the uh, favoured foe from that second attack was a four. Four? Yeah, well, favoured foe only goes off on the first time you hit them in a round, so she doesn't get two favoured foes. Wasn't favoured foe... When you hit a, uh, it's when, it every time it hits? It's the first time you hit it on a round, you get the bonus. Let me just double check, because... I swear we've gone over this like so many times, and each time uh, we change it. <laughs> yeah, the first time on each of your turns that you hit it. Okay, okay, well don't worry about that then. Uh, okay, so the damage for that second moon was a... Eight. Eight. Oh yeah, that's better than nothing. Uh, yep. It is now Sir Lucian's turn. Sir Lucian is currently trapped inside the water elemental. What would you like to do, Sir Lucian? You can still try to attack it. It'll just be with disadvantage. Uh, probably scream muffle muffle. <laughs> uh, you can try to attack it from inside. It'll mm -hmm. just be with disadvantage if you don't want to try to break free. Because you're not drowning. Um, you can breathe in water. Thanks to Bobbit's spell. Can I freestyle out of the water elemental? You want to try to pull out? Okay, make a um, make yeah. an athletics check, please. That is a four, which is no. Yeah, four. So you're unable okay. to escape this turn. So if you want to attack it, you have to do so from inside the water elemental. So when you attack, you roll that with disadvantage. That means it's an automatic hit, isn't it? Well, no, you still have to roll, but it's with disadvantage. Because he's got you restrained. Oh, okay, yeah. Alright, I'll do that then. Oh, that is a nat 20. Yep, but you're still going to roll the second time because it's with disadvantage. Oh, I thought it was advantage, alright. No, it's disadvantage. It's a 12. That's still a hit though, so you hit it, you can roll your damage. Uh, that's 6. 6 plus 8, isn't it? Or 6 plus 11? Yep, 6 plus 8. So, wow, yeah, that's... Yeah, 14 yeah, points of damage. And you still get your second attack, so you can try again. Oh, damn. Alright. I will do that then. Uh, that is a 7. So... That is a hit, so go ahead, roll your damage again. Oh, wait, it was roll at disadvantage, wasn't it? Yes, it was, but... Oh, the next yep. roll's a 2. Oh, 2 plus 11 is 13. Unfortunately, you do not hit it the second time. That's okay. It is, it is Onyx's turn, and Onyx, you are currently restrained inside the water elemental. Okay, currently restrained in the water elemental. I am going... If I emit a ray of frost from my hands straight up above my head, is that... Still with disadvantage? Yes, because all attack rolls while you're restrained with disadvantage. Because okay. you might not you might not necessarily hit the part of the water elemental that's alive, you might just hit, you know, its appendage, the water that's restraining you, so Even though I'm in its core. <laughs> yeah, but well that's Always how it that. works. I know. It's yeah, how the mechanics don't work with the <laughs> Uh so Wait, does my... is it the end of my turn or the start of my turn? Oh no, it's until the end of my next turn, so I technically I take out the disadvantage. Yeah, so you get roll with advantage. 
Well, I cancel this advantage. Well, yeah, roll normally. Yeah. Uh, that's a nat 20. That's a nat 20. Oh. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> Double that damage. Uh, so, 2d... Yeah, 2d8 doubled. Yep, 2d8. Uh, oh, that was a decent roll. That is 13 doubled, so 26. Pardon me. Cold 20. damage. Okay, you blast straight up with your ray of frost. It manages to hit the core of the water elemental, which immediately rears back and throws you and Sir Lucian out. It rides on the spot in obvious pain and then splashes into the water, sending ripples across the surface. It is dead. That is... Meanwhile, just... The end of combat for now. Yep, combat is over. We can hear... All you can hear on the roof is going, they thought Bubba was mad for casting water breathing every morning. There, now who's laughing? Blood <laughs> 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 going to head. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like literally just dangling like a coaster, like half flipped over. Just uh, like just standing on the roof. <laughs> <laughs> so now that the combat is over, you're actually able to examine this room you were in. Still puddles of water cover the floor of this 15 foot wide hallway. The walls are slick with moisture and set with murals showing animal-headed humanoids in armour, most of which appear to brandish real weapons hanging on the walls. A three-foot-high crawlway in the east wall is flush with the floor. At the far end of the hall, a rippling, transparent curtain of water fills a stone archway. Beyond the curtain of water, you see another hallway that looks extremely similar to the one in which you stand. Also, Zinhorn, with your passive perception, you notice that a portion of the easternmost wall appears to be flickering. And flickering, like a piece of fabric or something. And when you move Mm. up and touch it, you determine that it is actually an illusion, revealing on the other side a small five-foot-wide, eight-foot-tall alcove containing a stone plinth bearing a crystal eyeball one inch in diameter okay also did Zeno notice when the water weed was sent down the with the thunder wave the moss that's on the ground did that have any effect from the water uh, the water striking the moss doesn't appear to have done anything to it, other than you did notice there was an eye stalk watching, and as the water hit it, it ducked away. But aside from that, you didn't notice any obvious reaction. Okay, cool. Um, so I've got a crystal eye thing. Yep, crystal eyeball. It's only about one inch in diameter. You could easily pick it up off the plinth if you wanted. Um, um, a curtain mm. of water to the north. Uh, images along the east and west walls, each one of each of them brandishing real weapons, and a crawl space to the east at the bottom half of the room. So I point this out and I also go, well, last time we ended up with an, a skull. Yeah, that was a skull. This is just an eyeball. Well, there, are, there weren't eyeballs, I'm guessing, in the skull, so... Yeah, there weren't eyeballs in Yaka, no. Um... <laughs> Those weapons you keep mentioning, are they actual weapons that we could take, or would yes. you, were they... Uh, yes, would you like to uh, look at them all? Uh, mm, I yes. would like to look from a distance, but Onyx will go... 
who here knows detect magic? Um, yes, Zinhorn does. Oh, um, let me check. I might know that one. Oh, that might be one of the ones I didn't take. Nope. That's on the to-do list for later, I think. Before we touch these weapons, before before I touch these weapons, I would like someone to detect magic for me. That's probably a good idea. I've got to be careful how I word this because I'm looking after myself, not everyone else. Yes. <laughs> do I have time to do it as a ritual or do we want it done straight away? It's only 10 minutes for a ritual, so... Well, I guess until ritual if no one objects. Yep. So Zinhorn prepares the ritual and casts it, and ten minutes pass uneventfully. The entire time in Onyx's head, Wongo is saying, Why wait? Just charge through that curtain! Do it! Do it! See what's on the other side! Or better yet, get the little girl to do it! <laughs> yeah. And we and can all hear that. Yes. <laughs> and well, I suppose they're the gods, well, Kevin, if they decide to disclose yeah. that, the then yeah. <laughs> While Zinhorn is doing that, what weapons are actually on the wall? Um, I would like you to roll an investigation check, please. Okay, I'm doing this, but I'm not touching any of them. Yes, you're not touching any of them. Okay. I was going to say, while Zinhorn, I was gonna say, while Zinhorn <laughs> is doing detect magic, Yep. can I ritual cast identify to see if any of these are magical at all? Yes, in you can. Or at least... So I'll do that. So pretty much you get Zinhorn doing a ritual on the floor while I'm literally sitting up on, on the, the roof, roof doing, doing one. a ritual Because I can. Well. Yes. No other reason than because I can. <laughs> I got a five on my investigation because yep. for some reason my dice just really don't like me That's doing okay. intelligence you can still see. You can still see the majority. Uh, from where you are, you notice that these are the weapons and these are the images that appear to be holding them. Stork-headed oh. human... Stork-headed humanoids with hand axes, lizard-headed humanoids with maces, panther-headed humanoids with blowguns, hawk-headed humanoids that are unarmed, goat-headed humanoids with sickles, and frog-headed humanoids with tridents. Interesting. Mm. Uh... No, the rituals no. Sorry, are cast. Did you just um, write that down? Uh, not yeah. write it down. Repeat it just so I can... I'll, um... put it, I'll paste it in Discord here. For oh, thank you. Oh. Yeah, I just want to take a note of it. That's all. Yep, there we go. Um, <laughs> thank so, you. Uh, let me see. Identify. Um, okay, so... Bobbit's identify goes off. What would you like? What would you like to touch and identify? Um, I might check the eye. Thanks. The eye. Yep. So you head I'm over to the crystal. It, just oh, identify casting it. On you it. have to touch it to cast identify on it. Fuck. So you walk up to it and you place your hand on it, expecting it to come to life, much like Yaka did, but yeah, it does just not. Just... You uh, identify it as a keystone to unlock the Beholder's Sanctum. It is one uh, of a set of eight. Andy! Bobbit turns around and goes, Good news, I don't even know if everyone's even noticed Bobbit do that. It's just walked down from the roof, just walked over and picked up the eyeball without blinking. Just going, Hey guys, good news. Well, this is going to help us get into the Beholder's Lair. Yep, there are eight of them to find. Yep. It's a fetch quest, everybody. Also, <laughs> it didn't come to life. Ta-da. Yep, it didn't start Woo! telling jokes. 
Meanwhile, uh, Zinhorn's Detect Magic goes off, and you detect an aura of magic emanating from the Curtain of Water to the north, and also from the tridents that the frog-headed humanoids are brandishing. Of course it's the tridents, that's the one I'm interested in. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Would someone um, like to do an arcana check to determine what school of magic it is? List my arm, why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 19. So the mad you determine that the magic that's emanating from the curtain of water is a an aura of evocation magic. Yeah. While a while the magic that is emanating from the uh, tridents is an aura of abjuration magic. Abjuration. Um. Uh, would me asking you what abjuration generally that, is be breaking uh, well, anything? No, no, no. Because <laughs> as a sorcerer, you would have an idea. Uh, abjuration yeah. magic. Um basically contains spells that alter the environment. This could be good or bad. For example, Dispel Magic is an abjuration spell. Okay. Um, how many tridents is there? Just one per statue? or uh, One and... per image, so that means that, well, there's one for each of you. Hmm. One individual... Uh, one type of weapon each, or one trident one each? Tried, one trident each. There are exactly five tridents. Okay. And it did say specifically to walk through walls that bloody... With weapon so in walk hand. Through, yeah, uh, yeah. Walk through water with weapon in hand. So I'm guessing it means these weapons? The walls of history tell all. But that may not be relevant to this room. Yeah, I think this is the walk... Because there's literally a curtain of water... And there's weapons on the actual wall. Yep. Alternatively, uh, if you don't want to do that, you can uh, head through the crawl space that's to the south. I would like... Um, I would first like to pop a potion. Yeah, it's probably a good idea. Uh, so is this is this a superior healing potion? Uh, I'm checking what potions I have. Uh, 10d4, that would... Actually, put, yeah, I'm going to pop one of my potions of superior healing. Okay, please Ooh. roll for me a one. D please roll a d100 for me. Oh, I don't like that. Oh no, <laughs> at all. Oh um, no. Okay. Oh no. Uh, that's a sixty-five. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, you drink the potion of superior healing. You get healed. <laughs> okay. I'm um, even more concerned that nothing happened. Okay, I'm gonna roll. I'm just gonna do my rolling in here, and then I'm going to do. Then I'm going to, um, ten d four. I'm genuinely more concerned that nothing happened in. Yeah, so my uh, fifty one. Oh, great! That brings me back to hundred and one hit points. Uh, then I'm going to touch one of the tridents. Yep, you touch one of the tridents. You can feel some subtle magic emanating from it. But nothing appears to happen. There's no trap. Nothing jumps out at you. And so thinking that it's safe, you lift the trident off the wall and hold it in your hands. This is a plus one trident. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Thank Solid. You. 
Well, that actually answers my question. I was going to say, is this a serviceable weapon? Uh, so, what, which what was the other weapon that had magic coming from it? Uh, only the tridents. Only the tridents? Yes, only the tridents. Huh. Uh, how do I word this in such a way? I turn to the others and go... I get as many of these tridents as I can once we're finished with them in these rooms. Hmm. Okay. In Bobbit's head, Nang Nang is saying, No! No, we must take all of them. Lie and say that you'll give them to him, but they belong to us. <laughs> Um, that would be that would be nice if both are like that would be nice if Moa would let us, but we can't lie about that. Yeah, Moa, Moa, as if to answer that, Moa says, "No, if you're going to make an agreement, you stick to it." In Abe's head, Papa Zoddle just says, "Tridents, so that they can defend us as our bodyguards." Yes, impressive. Moa doesn't know how to use the trident. Tridents are thrown. Well, they're and not they're plus one. They're not simple weapons, though. Yeah. Um, but they, I have martial. Yeah, a trident I, is a martial I, weapon. I do not. They are thrown and versatile. Hmm. <laughs> and range. Regu- yeah. Re- regular <laughs> ass. Yeah, regular ass warlocks don't get mm, martial weapons, so I can't use the yeah, so, efficiency with them. So the only people that can actually use them are Onyx and Sir Lucian and Ava. And Ava's not going to want to use one because it's a strength weapon. Yeah. And so and Lucian's probably not going to want to use it because his sword is better than a plus one trident. Yeah, no shit. So, then who's yeah. going to pick up a trident and walk to the curtain wall? Yep. So you hold the trident in hand. As you stand in front of the curtain of water, the trident begins to glow. Oh. Um, I want to lay it, sort of point out and touch the curtain of water. You pierce the curtain of water with the end of the trident and the water just continues falling down onto the edge of the trident, but the trident glows even brighter. Mm. And wants to reach out with his hand, other hand and just sort of touch the water yep. whilst the trident's like right, right near where the trident is you touch the curtain of water and your hand pokes through to the other side he's then going to proceed step through. through yep you step through the curtain of water the trident glows you step through merge on the other side into the other hallway and the trident stops glowing out to the others because I'm assuming the water's still going saying it is I'm, yep. I'm unharmed <laughs> yes you notice that Zinhorn stepped through with the trident in his hand and appears to be unharmed mm-hmm. so do you all like to mm-hmm. grab hold of a trident and follow him through I will oh. follow through with mine yep so you gr- each grasp a trident and step through the curtain of water much like it did with mm-hmm. Zinhorn it lets you through. And as you Yay. reach the other side, the tridents stop glowing. And even when you bring them closer to the curtain of water, 
they do not glow again, suggesting that this was a one-time-only passage. Uh, Zinhorn, as you look around this hallway, which looks identical to the previous hallway, complete with the same images, grasping the same weapons, including another set of tridents, you notice another illusionary alcove to the right, with a second crystal eyeball within. Other than that, there is a crawl space to the north, uh, flush with the floor, about three feet tall, and leaving the room to the west is another five foot wide corridor, and you could see patches of pink alien growth uh, sticking out, overhanging the water, indicating that uh, this room is the end of the area where the beholder cannot see you. We have two of these eyes now. Yes, two of eight. Yay! So what would you guys like to do in here? Uh, just a second, I'm sending Ava's sheet to Ava. Good idea. Yay! It was There was no slime or anything in the crawl space, was there? No, not that you could see. Zinhorn wants to make his way into the crawl space. Yep. So Zinhorn, you are medium. Please make a dex check to fit inside the crawl space. Uh, that is a 16 plus a dex check, you said? Yep, dex. Yep. yep. So you squeeze uh, in. 18. 16 was already enough. So you squeeze uh. in and it appears that... Uh, the dampness of this crawl space prevents the beholder's growth from appearing here. So you're able to make yeah. your way to the very end of it. And you see that it is a long tunnel that appears to go further north, eventually moving to the left and apparently looping around this section of the dungeon. Would you like to proceed ahead? As you, oh, sorry, as you proceed ahead, I'd like you to make a perception check as well. Uh, that is a 21. As you crawl further down the crawl space, you do notice that there is a line in the floor and walls directly in front of you suggesting that there is a part of the crawl space that is detached from the rest of it. Well, I make my way back out and let the others know Yep. what I found. Yep. Definitely and a good said, idea. And you said there's moss on the to the pathway to the yep, left. There is moss in the pathway to the left. Um Zenon, if he just pokes his head around the corner. What does he see down there? So, Zinhorn, you poke your head around the corner, and you see that this corridor appears to be relatively empty, save for the patches of beholder growth. And, of course, as soon as you poke your head around the corner, you see not one but two ice storks watching you, and as you see them, they duck back into the growth. Alright, come back and just describe the options... the rest of the party. Yep. So crawl space or corridor? 
Uh, Onyx would be more comfortable going through the crawl space to check out whatever's there. Yep. Whatever that, whatever the thing that's in attached home, part is. Yep. That's it. Yeah. Um, because he can leave a shadow in case he gets caught in a trap. He can. That is true. It's annoying because I'm pretty sure outside of character, I know what's probably going to happen, but I can't say it. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. always the way. Yeah. That... Meta gaming's a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> so Onyx, you want to head into the crawl space? Uh, yeah, I would like to crawl into the crawl. Yep. Crawl into the crawl space and leave a shadow when behind. I, when I get to here. Yep. Or there, I would like to leave a shadow in the space behind me. Yep. yep. So you conjure your shadow and leave it waiting as you crawl into the tunnel ahead. With a loud ground, with a loud grinding noise, this section of the crawlway begins to rotate, instantly cutting off the exits ahead and behind. You could feel the passage sink about five feet as it turns. After a few seconds, it comes to a stop and the grinding abates. You are trapped in the cross-section. Um, is this a cross... Oh, did both cross-sections actually go all the way? Yeah, so basically you oh, were here okay. and it twisted and went... Oh. No, yep, yep, that makes sense. No, I, yep. just, I thought, um... These two did end. I yeah. Yeah. No. It. it yeah. Otherwise. It. Yeah. Left okay. you in there. So. Okay. Um, I would like to switch to your swap shadow. Swap to my shadow. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so as you swap to your shadow, you're able to peer into the new tunnel that has appeared. And as the new tunnel rotates into place, you see a skeletal corpse lying on the floor of that tunnel, about ten feet away. Okay. Hmm. Uh, well, I'm going to assume that it always rotates 90 degrees. That would so, be a reasonable assumption. With that assumption, I'm going to walk in to the skeletal remains. Yep. Because my shadow is in the other cross-section, and hopefully I can walk out using that shadow. So as you crawl in, once again the entire crawl space begins to rumble and shift. Your shadow is deposited in the northernmost end, while you are trapped in the cross-section with the skeletal remains. I would now like to look at the skeletal remains. You approach the skeletal remains, and they appear to have been here for quite some time. Uh, you can just make out... You could just make out a symbol on the rusted fragments of armour that the skeleton wears, uh, indicating that it is part of some lost adventuring party that you're unable to identify. The structure of the skeleton indicates that it is not human or elf. I'd like you to make a nature check, please. Once again, an intelligence check. Let's see how this goes. Eight. Eight. 
You determine it is most likely the skeleton of either a dragonborn or a lizard man. Clasped in the skeleton's hand is a short sword that glows a light blue colour. In the other hand is a holy symbol of some kind. And lying on the ground uh, at the skeleton's feet is a crystal eyeball. Oh. Okay, so the crystal eyeball doesn't look the same as the ones that yep, the others have Yes, the same as up. the other ones. Okay, so I'll pick that up first without touching the sword. Yep. Um, first, I'm going to attempt an arcana check. Yep, go ahead. <laughs> you, never, you never know what the rolls are going to do <laughs> for me. What will the dice gods give us today? That's much better. That's an 18. Yay. 18. Finally got a high arcana roll. <laughs> Very well. Uh, it is a... Uh, let me bring my notes up. Yep. Oh, hang on. Uh, uh, I'm just hoping it's not cursed so I can bring it out. Oh, I can't bring it out uh, here because... It is a magical short sword known as the Serpent's Fang. It is rare. Ooh. It does not require attunement. This single-edged magic sword is made from the scrimshawed fang of a giant serpent. Its hilt changes shape to adjust to the grasp of any creature that picks it up. The weapon deals an extra 1d10 poison damage to any target <laughs> it hits. Damn. I require it! Yeah, Ava's got a watch. Oh, that's... Okay, uh, I don't have yeah. any curses laid on it? Nope, there is no curse. Okay, uh, I'll pick it up and pocket it, because... Yep. Okay. Um... Yeah. Am I detecting anything from the uh, holy symbol? No, it appears to be an ordinary holy symbol. Okay, Probably well, I'm gonna... Maybe worth a bit, because it is of quite fine construction, but it's definitely not magical. Okay, so uh, one magic sword. Um, I'll get the detail again later, or when you give it to... Yep. When I give it to you. The, holy, the holy symbol in question appears to one. be a... What appears to be a dragon's head constructed out of pure gold with tiny pearls for its eyes. Damn. Oh, wow, Okay. Uh, holy symbol. You just have to find someone to figure out uh, what it actually is a good Okay, cool. I'm just writing that down so that I know that I have it. Um, okay, I'm going to do some jiggery pokery, swap yep, to my swap your shadow, shadow, and then walk call out. out. Yep. yep. So your shadow's dispelled as you grow further away from it. You make I'm your not way. 30 feet away from it. But you will okay. be, you will be, because you're making your way to the end of the crawl space. You jump out. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah. I just want to go just oh. outside the circle. Oh, yeah. So yep. that I can then swap back. Oh, uh, walk yep. back in, swap back, and get out with the items because the items ah, don't tell yes. You want to come that way? Yes. Very well. So oh, you pop out the oh, end actually, of the crawl it? space that know. you went in. And, yeah, no, it, it works because you would crawl out. Then you'd crawl back in, which would rotate it. Yeah. It takes a few rotations, so it takes about half an hour. But eventually, you pop out of the. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> eventually, you pop out of the space. 
um, holding the sword in one hand and the holy symbol in the other. And as soon as Ava sees the sword, her eyes light up and Papa Zottle's spirit in her head says, Good, good, your servant has brought you a gift! I <laughs> chuck the sword on the ground and go, I don't need it, do what you will. And I... Ugh. Now I'm gonna go back in and try to get out through the other side. Uh, yep. I was gonna say before you do that, Bob. Did, did anyone else see the unholy um, symbol? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, he was grasping <laughs> it. You can make a religion. Check I was gonna say. Yeah. I was gonna say. Bob is gonna just run up and tug out, going, "Bob, look at that." No. Are you... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Onyx won't let you. <laughs> Onyx wants to keep it. He's not giving it to the one that he knows has the thief spirit in him. Yeah. So Bob goes fine. Bob was gonna tell you what it did, but. <laughs> <laughs> However, Bobbit, with your knowledge of religion, just seeing it in Onyx's hand, you do quickly identify it as a symbol of Bahamut. Is oh, who? who? Sorry? Bahamut. Ah. Oh, the good. Yes. Okay, cool. Good boy. Indicating I guess that. I would probably know that, wouldn't I? Because being a. Co- uh, whatever, it doesn't matter. Well, <laughs> you worship dragons. Oh, I, would, you don't worship I would dragon know who gods. Bahamut is. I wouldn't yeah. know what his symbol is. Yeah. Um. <laughs> But you get the impression mm. that the dragonborn who's wedged dead in the passageway was probably some kind of paladin. No. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. <laughs> the paladins um, aren't much fun. No, so no, no, you no. sure you want to go out the other way? Because I can tell you right now, it just pops out at the end of this hallway. Yeah, but I bypassed the moss. Oh, yeah, but the moss yeah, but is still fine back in, Yeah, it's, it's still going to be there at the other end of the hallway when you pop yeah, back, yeah. Yeah, there's, it's going to be... The moss is going to And we need to go to the room in the middle, don't we? Yeah. You yeah, want to see what's in there. You, you <laughs> might want to. Um, you can head straight to the end of the hallway, or you can check out the room in the middle. Well, I mean, while I'm doing my manoeuvres, they can walk up through the hallway. Yep, alright. So you're making your way... You're, you're making your way through the crawl space while the others step into the corridor. And about halfway down the corridor, there is a stone door leading to the east. And there is something carved into it in common. It reads, this door opens for the lonely. Mm-hmm. I am going to start working on a inventory list for onyx because he's getting many items <laughs> who doesn't have a god so lucian lucian that could be one interpretation or it could be simply Ooh. telling you that you must enter the room alone it's up to you which interpretation you okay. can we roll anything to try and work on an interpretation or we just just wander in there aimlessly yeah you can wander in there aimlessly no, so can I roll something to check before? Oh, we, yeah, go ahead, make, make, it in, make an intelligence <laughs> check. Yeah, come on, man. I, you know me. I'm not. I'm not reckless at all. Yeah. Bob it is, bro. Oh yeah, Bob it is definitely goes to that saying. <laughs> so intelligence, uh, eighteen on intelligence. So there are two interpretations. One is that someone who has no god spirit in their head must enter or someone must enter on their own and then as if to confirm your suspicions 
you move up and you touch the door and it begins to open to your touch but then as soon as one of the others steps up behind you it slams shut again it ah so only one person can go in hmm it appears to be so now Bob looks back and goes the room only lets one person enter what would you like to do I'll go because I can misty step. Yeah, I. Oh wait, wait, wait! No, 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 also, I haven't actually told anyone about that, the fact that we still have that, but that is... Meh. By that logic, Bobbit should go in. But I haven't attuned to it yet. Well, you I mean, can I have, have a... to mention. I do have to mention door, but yeah. I don't really want to fucking roll on that shit. Onyx <sighs> summons his shadow. Yep. Well, Onyx... Oh, I'm not there, so don't worry. Yeah, you're not there. You're not there. You're not there. You're Mr. I leave the rest of the party... Yeah, you're still making your way through the whole space. So is Ava heading in, okay. or is Bobbit heading in, or is Zimborn heading in? Oh. Well, um. Do we want to head in at all? I, I feel like we, we, need the, we need to find the eighths. Yeah, we have you three. Do. You have three. There there's might a, be a fourth There's an excellent there. chance there's probably only there's probably one of you there, because it seems elaborate enough of a friggin' trick to make sure there's one in there. Uh, Zimborn walks up to the door. And yep. So Zinhorn, yeah. you step into the room, and as you do, the door shuts right. behind you, separating you from everyone else. Zinhorn, mm. this chamber contains a stone font filled with a steaming green liquid. Beyond <laughs> it, a shadowy figure stands at an open door on the far side of the room. The figure's back is, to, is towards you. You can see through the open door, and it appears it leads into an empty room. Like your shadow at the font. What is... Oh. I don't even know what that... As you stand there staring at the font, the shadowy figure stands opposite you, its back turned to you, seemingly staring into the empty room. Uh, Zinhorn oh. wants to... Uh, take one step to the left. You take one step to the left, and the shadow mimics your movement, staying <laughs> parallel with you. However, its back is still faced in your direction. You cannot see its face. Okay, Zinhorn wants to move around so he's opposite the... Yep, so on you'd, the like, side. you'd like to go where it is. Yeah. So you begin to move around the font... Your shadow mimicking you moving around the other side. Are you facing towards the font or are you facing into the empty room? Well, I'm firstly looking directly at it. Yep, so you're looking directly at it and as it makes its way around, it does not swivel in place, maintaining its facing. So as you stand in front of the font, you look back at it. It is facing the font. It is facing you. You look upon its face and see a horrific visage 
a horrific visage locked in a silent scream. It is your own face. Please make a wisdom save. I was waiting for the send check there. I was going to say, they want to look at me. Yeah, I was hearing, please make it. It's like, oh, shit. Uh, you said wisdom save? Yep. I'm now eternally grateful I was the one. Uh, that is here. a 19. 19. The DC was 20. I have a plus 10 I'm, in my wisdom probably, save. I, I'm look, so very glad that this was you, because I would never have been able to make that save. You look back yeah. into its face. You feel, you feel terror gripping your heart. You open your mouth and let out an anguished scream. You drop to zero hit points and die. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> As you hit the ground and feel no! your life ebbing away, you hear Obalaka in your head screaming as her consciousness, as her essence is torn out of your head. You survive on one HP, but Obalaka is no more. Well, that was fun. Holy shit! <laughs> oh. Oh, God. You're left oh. with the feeling that you narrowly escaped death. Oh. oh that was God. the only point of this room, wasn't it? No, there's still more to do. He just made oh. the mistake of looking at it. Oh! Uh, no, 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 I'll yell at you later. I'll yell at you later. See, I know how to solve this, but I'm not in the room, so I can't help. <laughs> the first thing you do, Zinhorn, is you immediately turn around as you climb to your feet, so that you are facing into the empty room, knowing that that thing is behind you, now staring at your back standing in front of the font of liquid. Okay, can I go through the door? You can. You step through the before, door. Yep, before okay, you do. And figure out, because I'm at one hit point. And Wait, one. that thing mimics your movements, right? It does, except for what direction he's facing. It appears to always be locked in the same facing. Mm, again, I can't really suggest anything because not in the room and that would be metagaming. Mm. Mm -hmm. So what would you like to do, Zinhorn? Um... May I suggest cry? <laughs> <laughs> No one's well, unfortunately, on that. <laughs> God, I don't know. <laughs> well, as you can you... always try and leave the room. As long as you don't look at it, you can always yeah. leave the room and let someone else do it. Just make sure you tell them what yeah. happened in there first. You just yeah, have to make... going to not look directly yep. towards it and make his way out. And... Making sure you keep your back to the font, you edge around it back at the door, and then back out and come out to the others as the door shuts behind you. The rest of and you then notice... Just collapses on the yeah, ground. The rest of you notice yeah. Zinhorn coming out looking extremely pale as he collapses on the stone floor, breathing heavily. You okay? What would happened? We know, would we know that the god's dead because our gods would have felt it? 
you all felt something, like you all felt some force pulling in your heads, but you don't know what it signifies. And okay, the other gods don't appear to know either. You okay? So, what happened? I almost died. Um, I don't have a voice in my head anymore, but believe as I was losing conscious, they protected me somehow. There was a shadow thing and I looked at it and I died. And it was Obalaka sacrificing herself so that you may come back. Oh. Um. So... At this, yeah. there are Anyone simultaneous reactions in your heads. Um, Nang Nang says, ah, well, you know, better her than me. And uh, Moa simply says, hmm, such a shame. And meanwhile, in Ava's head, Papa Zoddle says, huh, well, she's done her job. Always have the servants die so that you may live. How's Wongo? Oh god, Wongo. How's Wongo yeah, taking it? Wongo's just going, ah, god, bring it. There's like, there's like no context. He's just having Wongo celebrating in his head and he yeah, has no going, idea why. God, bring it. So by this time, Onyx is able to actually come out of the crawl space. And mm. Onyx, it is here that you notice you were at the end of the corridor, right in front of you, appears to be a big stone block covered in seemingly hundreds of carvings. And directly to the east of you is a tiny peephole in a... A tiny peephole cut into the wall, allowing whoever is standing on the other side to look through it and gaze upon the carvings on the large stone block. So, so, so then, what, what? Why am I standing right between the two? Well, you came out of the crawl <laughs> space. <laughs> yeah, you chose this. I mean, if I came out, I would have been standing there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's a wall with carvings. And oh, wants to kill us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you doubted no, this. Don't indeed. even deny it. You're just like, yeah. yeah. No, no, he's a jump. This is why we've been so cautious because he from from for the first session trying to get into this damn tomb, he was like, I'm out to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, okay, I'm going to then I guess just walk west and look down the corridor and yep. wave at the ovens. So you see the others, all of them gathered around Zinhorn, who is in a crumpled heap on the floor as you wave at them. Wasn't me, so you know. <laughs> No one just looks yeah. at the others and goes, if you go in there, don't look at it. In the face. Uh, okay, so you said it had its back to you. Yes, to start off with, and as I walked around... You were facing it. Probably it mentioned that it's a clone, and probably mentioned that when you when it, when you go into the door in there, that it's going to walk out the door out here. Yeah. So we should yeah. not look at it? Yeah, not look at its <laughs> face. Yeah, Zinhorn just it explains it all and then he goes over to where Onyx is and just 
turns into an armored saber tooth and just curls up in front of him. <laughs> so who'd and like just, to right. who'd like to go in the room? I assume Bobbit is game. I have it. I, I have go. an idea. I yep. have an idea on how this might work. I mean, I need to make sure I definitely don't look at this thing because I, unless I roll a net twenty, I can't physically pass that DC save. So, okay, <laughs> Bobbit's gonna step up to the plate on this one, and everyone else should turn around. Yep. yep. Please Bobbit. don't look because yeah. Please don't look. Okay. <laughs> don't <Bobbit>. look at me. <laughs> Just don't look. Just don't look. You step into the room in front of the font of steaming green fluid. In front of you stands the figure that Zinhorn warned you of. It is, is it currently the... facing away from you, looking into the empty room beyond the opposite door. Okay, so at this point in time, if I move forward, it's going to walk backwards with its face facing the other wall. Yes. You step, take a step forward okay. towards the font, and... It takes a step backwards towards the font. Okay. Still facing... what I wanna... Okay. Yep. yep. Still what facing into do... the empty room. Okay. What do you want to do? So, so I'm gonna freaking zoom in so I can get make sure I'm doing this properly. So my shadow self is here, correct? Yes. Okay. So what I want to do is walk around here while constantly facing the wall until I get to here. Yep. Is there a cup or something nearby? There does not appear to be any cup. The room is completely yeah. empty, save for the font of liquid. Alright, in that case, if there's no cup, I'm going to mimic bending forward, leaning over, scooping my hands directly forward into something directly in front of me and pretending to drink. Behind like you! Cup. Behind you, you hear a splash of liquid as the figure dips its hands into the font, and then you hear a... as it slurps the liquid up. You continue miming drinking, hearing more slurping. This continues for about ten minutes, until finally, the slurping from your shadow stops. You hear footsteps as the shadow begins to move of its own accord. And then... What? You hear the sound of the door leading into the empty room, shutting behind the shadow as it leaves. Do you dare turn around? So the door's... It's gone in the door, it's closed, right? You think? Okay. I'm I'm going to turn, but I want to be facing... This way as I turn, making sure I look yep. nowhere near the other door or anything else. I just sort of sideways glance at the font of uh, where the, the font was. You slowly turn around, fear gripping you. You breathe a sigh mm-hmm. of relief as it seems that the shadow is gone and the font is empty. Mm-hmm. Leaving inside a single crystal eye at the bottom of the pool. And I would mm-hmm. like you to please roll are two D20s. Okay. I'm so sorry, Zinhorn. If I, if, I, if I could have told you this in advance, I would have. Right. Well, it helps uh, if you know what words mean. I just looked up what... Uh, slay, slay well, me. I was just... I wasn't even going for, like, what words mean. I was literally going with, like, what you were doing as opposed to what the Shadow was doing. Two, do I add the two D20s yep, together? Yeah, add them together, please. All right, that is a 23. A 23. 
three. Okay, that is a scroll. There is a <sighs> rolled up piece of parchment sitting next to the crystal eyeball at the bottom of the font. Okay. I am very quickly going to scoop up uh, without, again, still not looking at the actual door because I want nothing to do with that. I'm going to basically grab the eyeball, grab the scroll, and then sprint out of the room. <laughs> you sprint out of the room, shutting the... as the door shuts behind <laughs> you, and you just sit there. <gasps> <sighs> just breathe for a few seconds, and then just go... Got it! <laughs> What's the scroll? I'm gonna sit down and look at the scroll. Well done. You oh. unfurl the scroll, and it is a scroll of... Blade Barrier. Ooh, wait, wait. Is that the one I think it is? I think it's something else. It's a cleric anyway, spell. Blade Barrier. It. Uh, you create a vertical wall of whirling razor-sharp blades made of magical enemy, the energy. The wall appears within range and lasts for the duration of the spell, which is concentration up to 10 minutes. You can make a straight wall up to 100 feet long, 20 feet high, or 5 feet thick with a ringed wall up to 60 feet in diameter. When a creature enters the wall's area for the first turn, they must make a deck save. On a failed save, the creature takes 6d10 slashing damage. <laughs> hmm. Nice. Nice. I, 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 got, I got the eyeball thing, and who wants one of these? And just holds up the, the scroll and explains what it does. And she goes to it. And without even taking a second glance, anyone else probably immediately stuffs it in their pockets. <laughs> and, yeah, cool. No one wants it. Bam. Yep. <laughs> so you join, uh, you join Onyx at the end of the corridor, and before you know, we go anywhere, yep, Onyx holds out his hand and goes, "Anyone not taking a, a trident, I would like it now, please." Do you hand over your trident plus ones to Onyx? Well, my trident is work. now in. Uh, Sabertooth form. Yep. <laughs> I don't... Well, no one actually, else could use them, so... Actually, no. Bobbit, uh, Bobbit holds hers out and holds her hand and goes, Bobbit wants to look at this at the holy symbol, please. <laughs> I get it back. If you're good. Keep your trident. I look at the others. I'll give, her, hey! I'll give my trident to Bobbit. <laughs> No. But you just see the small grin goes. Onyx, Duh. in your head, Wongo oh. just says, <laughs> "Smash the birds to pieces." Jesus. Hmm. Well, it's happy to trade. Okay, I'll, I'll make do one. I'll make do one trident. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> So, the corridor, t the corridor turns sharply to the left. At the corner, just before the turn, a peephole is carved into the stone wall at a height of six feet. Would oh, any... what a shame! I'm, 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 I'm too short. short. However, the I, and I totally can't fly. The rest of you can oh. examine the rest of you can examine the big block. Is on the other side of the peephole, if you like. And Bullet can't, she's too short as well. Well, you can examine the block, you could just walk around and walk up to it. Oh. You want us to do it too bad. 
Yeah. Or see, it's the only thing you yeah. could do here, unless you want to look through the peephole. Uh, hmm. Real quick, Dale. Yep. In regards to your inventory slots, how many weapons can you have equipped? Um, only, only two. Only two. Okay. Yeah, just so that I know which ones are worn and don't yeah. actually take up a wait slot. Okay, cool. Thank you. I mean, they're two crappy tridents. I have no idea what to actually do anything with this. Mm -hmm. hmm. So what would you like to do? Someone want to examine the block? Someone want to look through the peephole? What do you want to turn back? Uh, I would like to examine the block. Someone's right. just in the corner licking his wounds. I would like Literally. Uh, Bobbit to please make an investigate check. Okay. That's a 15. A 15, okay. The corridor ends at a block of stone on which is painted a seven-foot-tall jackal-headed humanoid with a circular gold medallion around its neck. All around the figure are carvings of locusts. Close inspection reveals that one of the carved lotus locusts is a button that can be pushed. Furthermore... The medallion worn by the jackal-headed painting is actually a six-inch diameter gold disc engraved with the face of a horned devil, its mouth agape. Lodged behind this disc is a clay dial etched with eight hieroglyphics. A single hieroglyphic, a vulture, is visible through the hole that forms the gaping devil's mouth, but the dial is locked in place, and try as you might, you cannot turn it meaning the remaining seven hieroglyphs are hidden from view behind the gold disc. There is a lot to take in there. Hmm. So basically there's... It's got a button you can press. It's uh, got a medallion around its neck, which is actually a little... Which is actually the image of a smiling devil face, which you've grown very familiar with in this dungeon. And through mm -hmm. the mouth, you can see a hieroglyphic of a vulture... The hieroglyphic appears to be painted on some sort of dial, but no matter what you do, you can't get the dial to move, so you can't slide it across to look at the other hieroglyphics, so you're stuck looking at the vulture. Vulture is the first step. Mm -hmm. There is also the button to press, and it, is anyone looking through the peephole? No one has Hello. yet. Oh. Yep, so Sir Lucian's going to. Sir Lucian steps up and I... looks through the peephole. Bobbit steps out <laughs> of the way, and the okay. peephole, as you look through it, the peephole appears to magnify the block on the other side, and you see the hieroglyphic of the vulture filling up your entire vision. In addition, as soon as you look through the peephole, you begin to hear the thoughts of the other members of the party in your head. Oh, 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 oh you're looking for a ride, boy! <laughs> and... Sorry, continue. When you, uh, when you think naturally, huh? What am I hearing? They all hear it as well. Peering through the peephole appears to give you a telepathic link between yourself and the other members of the party. Wait, so we can hear his thoughts and he can hear ours? Yes. Oh, I'm so glad I wasn't the one that peeked through that, because that would have been a freaking... about Bobbit's Mr. Bananas? 
for the yeah for the first time you can hear all of the gods squabbling amongst themselves. Almost all of them. Yeah, almost all of them. Somewhere in the back, you can just hear another voice just randomly going, Ah, it's just easily the longest week of my entire life. (laughs) Gods, other, other, other voices everywhere. This is ridiculous. So what would you like to do? Yeah, poor Alessandra. <laughs> yeah, so just... Lucian is just buffeted by a chaotic jumble of voices emanating from Bobbin, and it takes you... You try your hardest to try and differentiate who is talking, but you just can't, so you try to block Bobbin out entirely and focus only on the others. Yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> There's about five voices going on up there between <laughs> between myself and everything else. Oh my god, I just realized you could probably hear Blinky in there as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but Blinky's, uh, Blinky or Blinkette is just saying, Oh, I don't, I'm not looking forward to the beholder. <laughs> just, yeah. As soon as you can just keep to me around, just say, Everyone shut up, just shut up, just <laughs> yeah, shut up. Yeah, yeah. So Lucy's just <laughs> going, Everyone be quiet. We have to figure out what's going on. <laughs> Uh, Every, we are. Just bobbing, just bobbing in their own heads, just like, so this is my, this is our life every day. How's everyone else doing? Hi. <laughs> Bobba, would you like to <laughs> press the button on the block? I would suggest that everyone in the party, including myself, goes to the back, goes Heads. further down and away, and I will use Mage Hand yep. to push the button because. No. <laughs> you, you cast Mage Hand and feel your Mage Hand pressing into the block, and then instantaneously, without so much as a rush of air, everybody except Sir Lucian, who is peering through the peephole, is teleported to the other side of the stone block. Oh, Everyone's gone! <laughs> Do you still hear us? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Let's just, just do the whole shut up, everyone shut up, and then we all disappear. It's like, oh, yeah. thank God. So Lucian <laughs> can still hear you. Oh. And so Lucian, you just hear everyone thinking, what? Where are we now? And you have emerged in a strange room. Four torches illuminate gold sphinxes crouched in the corners of this 15-foot-high room. The torches cast flickering light across hieroglyphs carved into the tiled floor. The centre of the room, a gold inlaid funeral barge, stands atop a three-foot-tall stone dais. Resting on the deck of the barge is a small golden sarcophagus, decorated with images of horned rabbits. A dark shaft opens in the ceiling directly above the barge, while to the south, a corridor is visible through a set of fangs carved into the wall. The skeleton of a dwarf sprawls on the floor east of the barge, clad in a tattered yellow turban and dusty chainmail, and clutching a bronze shield. In your head, Bobbit, Nang Nang immediately says, Oh, gotta loot that shield before anyone else can! I'm now going to swap over to a different map. This should be interesting. So Lucian is not present. This is what the room looks like. (laughs) Lovely. Well, fuck. 
What would you choose the first step? Yep. So with that, Zinhorn, would you like to step on the nearest vulture you can see? Zin- Zinhorn's still uh, saber tooth, so. Yeah, Zinhorn can't. Well, actually, Does you guys Saber are on this want side. Saberhorn is terrified at the moment after what just happened. You guys are on this side, so. <laughs> Why does every time I touch something, things happen? So what? Would... That's how it works, Bobbit. That's how it that's works. That's how it works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so who's yeah, brave enough to touch again? Wants to kill you. Who's brave enough to take a step? Yeah. Yep. Question. Can, can, are we still telepathically linked? Yeah. So Lucian, can, you can still communicate with him. He's staring at the block on the the block the other side. Wait, so he can't he, get to you. So, 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 so we're only so we're only linked to Sir Lucian. It's not like we're all linked to each other. No, you're only linked to Sir Lucian. You can't hear each other, but he can hear all of you. Huh. He can also can convey messages. Yes, he okay, can. Okay, so okay, so from what I can see here, oh, I get the vulture is the first step. So the vulture yeah. tile is the first one to step on. So would and you like I'm to step on the it? Thing that the I'm guessing, will turn. I'm guessing, yeah, I was going to say if we do that, the next, oh, I see how this works. So if we step on one, then the dial ideally the dial will turn, change and so tell us where to go next. You, yeah, so Lucian will tell you what um, the next hieroglyphic is. So we're trusting our entire safety in this to Sir Lucian. Sir Lucian, yes. <laughs> I have a question that I need to ask you after yep. this session. Okay. All good. So, <laughs> who'd like to step onto the vulture? Who's game? Well, I completed the last puzzle. <laughs> that is true. Wait, quick question: Are there any tiles and stuff on the walls? No, no. The only place. thing you know, the walls are bare, are uh, save for the torches that bathe this entire room in flickering light, and in particular illuminate the four sphinxes that stand at each corner oh. of the room. See, a part of me wants to see if I could just cheese this and just, like, either have someone fly over or just walk across the roof. But at the same time, I feel like the sphinxes are deliberately there for a mm-hmm. reason. Yeah, I'm not going to fly. You know, yeah, there's a tripwire in there somewhere. Yeah, okay, so... If I was by myself, I would shadow onto the pedestal. Yeah, but I feel like just the second we try to wait. cheat, but it's going to know. Well, you can uh, try and see what happens. You don't you know. know. <laughs> Okay. I will just point out that so far this session, we had Ava nearly get chopped in half, and we had yep. uh, Zinhorn actually die. Uh, can, yes. can I, can I um, try to talk to Mudmore? Yes, you can. Please make a religion check. I kind of want to loot the body. Yes, yeah, so does Nate No. Nate. no. <laughs> I mean, hmm. There is a reason he wasn't removed oh. by the cleanup crew. Mm. Alright, that's the uh, 19 plus 7, so 26. So, Ava, you close your eyes, and in the darkness, you imagine the great form of Mudmore peering down at you, his eyes glowing red. He smiles, revealing his toothy maw, and he says, Follow the directions calmly and orderly. Yep. Alright, no problem. I'm okay. going to stand on the vulture. You stand on so... the vulture, and as you do so, Sir Lucian, on the other side of the peephole, you see the dial begin to slowly turn. It now 
shows a serpent. You pass this on to the rest of the group. All right, I will step. Step diagonally. Is he telling? I'm assuming he tells. Yeah, so Lucian, okay. are, so Lucian, are you telling the party that you now see a serpent? I assume you're actually. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, lovely. So Ava steps down onto the. I'm just serpent. being a conduit at this point. Yep. Yeah. Just enjoying the enjoy the madness. On the other side, the dial slides again, revealing to Sir Lucian a door. I'll step on the door. You step onto the door. The dial slides again, revealing a reed. Hmm. Do you want to step on the reed? Oh, oh, I don't know. Reed or reed? Reed. You say reed or reed? Reed. Yeah, I'm going to step on the reed. Okay, I just had a thought, just not to, to break in the middle of this, but this is a room with a god, and the only person who doesn't currently have one is... Sitting oh. outside. Well, Zinhorn doesn't have one now. I, I don't oh, have that's one. That's true. He doesn't yeah. have one either. Okay, yeah, no. Sorry. That's. So Lucian reveals so the next tile a scarab. Fuck. Alright. Oh, that's. There's now two to pick from. Pick Girl. the north one. Pick the north one. Because yeah. the north one gives you access to all, whereas the south one doesn't give you access to the foot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing this down, by, I'm writing this down by the way. Same. Do you want to step mm-hmm. on the If she steps on the wrong one. Yeah. But yeah. there's two beetles, so you want to step on this north one because that gives you access to the scepter, the vulture. Yeah. In case the next one's a foot. Yeah. So you step on the if I step on the wrong one, then I'll instantly die. If it's you only don't know. one of the you don't know. Activates, three more lives. Yeah. Go through. Yeah, you've okay. got a, you've got an extra life, so we'd rather not waste all of them, though. By the yeah, way, yeah, you'll need them for Aserac, but um, so yeah, you step oops. onto the northernmost scarab, tense your body, tensing as you await something to happen, but it doesn't. The dial slides over and reveals a scepter as the next tile. There we go. That's the trick. Uh huh. Clever. Mm. So you now have two scepters okay. to choose from. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you well, look just at the... jump into the middle? Diagonal. You could. Uh... You... Well, no. you could. But... <laughs> I'm not gonna. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> this this place is... I, I only assume this place is gonna know full well if someone tries to cheat this system. <laughs> Okay. No, um, that if it does open a sarcophagus, then it basically means all bets are off. Everyone, you can run across the whole field. Yeah, but we going to come out of there. Yeah, but at the same time, we don't know if, like, you know, cheating at this puzzle is not going to make it impossible to get out because we got can, yeah. into the room. All you know, know, all you know, is that this dwarf clearly stepped on the wrong tile, and he appears to have died where he stands. Can Onyx do a medicine check from a distance to see how this guy died? Yes, you can. Uh, that is a 17. So, you notice that his armor and his weapon don't appear to be that deteriorated. However, there is not a scrap of flesh left on his bones. Mm. Your spine 
Your spine chills as you notice that his bones are covered in tiny gnaw marks, indicating that something ate him alive. Lovely scarabs. Scarabs. <laughs> Lovely. Oh, no. So I think I want to take the top one. Top one? So you step... Um, yep. What is... What is... Well, you're the one who's out here. They, they have... They're not facing any danger. They're chilling. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <bless> you. <laughs> oh, dear. So you step onto the northernmost scepter. The oh. dial slides aside and reveals a foot. Okay, that's easy. You step okay. onto the foot. The dial slides and reveals the final hieroglyphic, an urn. Cool. I'll you know what's really annoying? Oh, yep. wait, no, there's fucking two urns. Yeah, one to the north and one diagonal. But you said final, so... Fine, yeah. Yes. So, so has well, a guess to the north. When you inspected the dial, how many slots did it have? Well, it appeared to... It appeared to he have at least... You just said final. Yeah, I just said it's the final one. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm yeah. going to... Like, you, you gave that one yeah. away. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to step, step on the, the north. northern one. You know, Unless you're being an asshole. But... No, no. As okay. You, as you step onto the final hieroglyphic, all of the hieroglyphics on the begin to light up and glow and uh, you hear a great rumbling as the big stone block to the east slides down into the floor allowing Sir Lucian to enter the room with the rest of you okay. Hi, Sir Lucian. I would like to look at the body You'd like to look at the body, so you move up, step next to the body. Um, his armor appears to be in good condition, but other than that, it does not appear to be um, magical. Um, he has the same mark on his armor as the man who you found in the gravity ring, indicating that he is a member of the Yellow mm. Banner Adventuring Company. Only thing of note, he appears to be appears to have on his person is his shield, which uh, emanates a faint field of magic, and grasped in his sword hand is another crystal eyeball. I pocket the eyeball and would like to do an arcana check on the shield. Go ahead, make an arcana check. Hey, that's a 19. It is a shield plus one. Oh. Neat. I take it. You take it. I was hoping uh, you fail that, so you need me. <laughs> will it require a attunement I'm to attune to it? No, it's just a straight up regular shield, just plus one. Yeah, it doesn't require attunement. It's just uncommon plus one shield. Yep, cool. that's an extra one to your AC. If you're not going to use it, you can at least sell it later. And you get to see nope, it I'm going to use that because my current shield yep. is only a normal shield. Yep, so that's an extra plus one in AC. Meanwhile, if Ava would like to open the sarcophagus, please make an athletics check. Uh, Ava would oh. like to look around the outside of the sarcophagus. Oh, that's fair enough. You can make an investigate check. I, I, I would just like to tell people that my AC is now a natural 
20. Yes. <laughs> Welcome to this Thank you for rubbing it in. <laughs> All right, that is a 16. 16. You look around and it appears that there's something different about the hieroglyphics now. They're no longer glowing, but they appear to have lost their luster, now blending into the stone tiles. It appears whatever magic they held is gone and you have completed the puzzle. Aside from that, the only other things of note are the Sphinx statues, the torches, and some small patches of purple growth that hug the northern and southernmost walls. I meant specifically the... Around the Yep. Um, So the funeral barge appears to be carved of solid gold, but there is nothing uh, around the sarcophagus itself other than the funeral barge. Funeral barge. Yep. The side of the funeral barge and the side of the sarcophagus are both decorated with pictures of horned rabbits. Ooh. Equinox. Bunny. All right. Okay. Um, so I suppose you'll need someone to open the sarcophagus and then right, someone else right. to. I'll try and open it. All right. Make an athletics check, please. Actually, my athletics is garbage. He's <laughs> got good athletics. All right. Zenon does. All right. Bowen's happy to help. Yep. Also, Lucian. Zenon. Right. Cautiously makes his way across in Ugh. tiger form, and then once he's safe over there, drops tiger form. Yep. Go ahead, Zinhorn. Make your athletics check. Uh, that is a 15. You lift the lid off the sarcophagus. Inside are the fragile bones of an almirage, as well as its spiral horn, which has been hollowed out so that you may blow through it and use it as a musical instrument. Neat. Is it like a pan flute? Yeah, yeah. Would you like? Who would like to touch the horn? Uh, who? Who's Car- so it's currently just... Lucid and Zinhorn are the only ones that Without don't have gods. a. Uh... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Alvarez. Alvarez. Yeah, who is the Alvarez? It was so I'm currently looking. Yep. Uh, yep. so according Please to hold. the notes that you have, Ijin is the Almiraj. Uh, uh someone, someone, someone couldn't go with Ijin. Which means that Ijin is actually the one that has no rival, so Really? I thought that was the oh. flail snail. Well, apparently Ijin's the Almiraj, but it has no rival. Mm. Oh, to be okay. fair, the um, Flower Snail didn't have any rival either. Yeah, that is correct. He just got annoyed Wait. at all of the noise. Yes. Wait. Mm, okay, I'm not arguing either way, so who... I mean, I do- doesn't... I'm, I'm not even involved in this yeah, you conversation. Who gets it? I'm good. I'm good. So either, either Ava or Onyx can get a second, or Zinhorn and Solution can get a first god. Seeing what happened to Zinhorn, uh, Onyx will forgo this one. Yeah, because you want him alive for your own purpose. Yes, I was just thinking on how to word that. (laughs) (laughs) So Zinhorn or Sir Lucian? Uh, And while you decide, I'll be right back. I'll go. Uh, After what happened, Zinhorn is definitely... Oh, wait, no, I was wrong. Ijin is... 
Ijin is not the one that has uh Ijin yeah. is not the one that has a rival. In fact, Ijin's rival is Obalaka, which means if Zinhorn takes it. Well, wait, Zinhorn. Zinhorn can take it. Obalaka's dead. Yeah. This is I said this would be hilarious. They're gonna rock him and go, so where's Obalaka? Dead. Yes! <laughs> I feel like it's almost fate. <laughs> fate or just freaking funny. That said, when Opalaka died, you lost your additional attunement slot, so... Oh, oh shit. Yes. Yeah, because... Yeah, because when... Yeah, you lose your ability that Opalaka yeah, that they gave give you. you. Yes. So, do I still have the Ring of Protection, or...? You don't no. have the Ring of Protection, because that was the last thing you attuned to. You still have the Ring, it's just not attuned to you. Yeah, right. Bummer. So, who'd like to touch the horn? Oh, Zinhorn is sort of king to see he's on like no health, and but it's up to Lucian whether. Well, there's still more gods to get, so Lucian and Lucian mm. has been able to survive without one this whole time. So, yeah, uh, true, true. Okay, but it's it's, up to, it's literally it's up to you two. It's it's up to you two. Yeah, Lucian Zinhorn, it's it's up to you two to make the decision. I think it would be quite ironic for Zinhorn to get Obelaka's rifle as. You go for it, Zinhorn. Alright, so Um, Lucian will take the next one. Zinhorn takes this one. Mm. Streamers of light emanate from the tip of the horn. As they swirl around you, they form into a spectral rabbit with a single horn on its brow. A female voice whispers, Quick! Quick! Let me in! We must stop Asirak! You are now (laughs) possessed by Ai-Jin. Ijin, the Almirage, is fickle and unpredictable. While inhabited by Ijin, you gain the following flaw. I never stick to a plan. While Ijin Ijin inhabits you, your dexterity becomes 23, unless it is already Jesus! Holy shit! Someone should have given that... Wow, that is... Wow. Take that. Jesus, mother of God. (laughs) Could you imagine if Zerushin had gotten this one? (laughs) Yes, yeah, so Lucian like would have himself up before a battle. Oh. Would you like to insane. identify like... what the horn itself is? Make an arcana check. It's like, uh, I mean, uh, I could do it unless you guys want to. Well, Zinhorn could. I'm sure Zinhorn could do oh, it. Oh, yeah, Zinhorn could do I've it. got arcana, yeah. Yep. That is a 17 plus 4 is a 21. So the yeah. horn that has been fashioned into a musical instrument is a silver horn of Valhalla. It's a Ooh. rare, wondrous item. You can use an action to blow this horn. In response, warrior spirits from the plain of Isgard appear within 60 feet of you. These spirits use the berserker statistics. They return to Isgard after one hour or when they drop to zero points. Once you use the horn, it can't be used again until seven days have passed. The Silver Horn summons 2d4 plus two Berserkers. They are friendly to you and your companions and follow your commands. That's dope. <laughs> oh, I just had a fun idea. You see, like, Bobbitt sort of look up, go up to the um, the horn thing, goes, oh, that looks real pretty. Goes to touch it. It's like, <laughs> ah, burns. Why? <laughs> yes, it's silver. <laughs> <laughs> As you take the horn, you hear a rumbling sound as the devil face to the south that serves as a door back out into the balcony slides left into the wall and a tomb guardian and two helmed horrors 
swarm into the tomb. Please oh. roll for initiative. So we had to fight these guys no matter what we did. Fourteen. Well, actually, they were the wandering. They were the wandering monsters. Um, oh, they just happened to be there. Happened, awesome. They just happened to roll this room to wander into when oh you moved God. into. Of course, it, you so. freaking did. Oh my God! I just, I just like, initiative. Holy yeah, your initiative is like plus fucking fifty now. So you I go have first. plus eleven to initiative. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's brilliant. I, I roll the 13, but I feel like at this point it doesn't fucking matter because Zinhorn's going first. That is yep. 28. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, that, I needed that as well because I'm on one HP. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, you are. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah, but he's going to be just ducking and dodging the whole time, so it's kind of fine. As long as he heals oh. himself. Having done that before, yes. Using one of those <laughs> potions of superior healing. Um, so, yeah, Zinhorn, oh, Zinhorn, you are up first. Hey, I got 22. Ah, oh, yes, I was up second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Didn't even take my initiative. Um, <laughs> so, he's taking a potion during combat. Is that bonus? It's, a, that bonus, it's a bonus action. Yeah. Just be okay, careful with the superior one that, that's got some weird voodoo to it. Yeah. Um, so first and foremost, Zinhorn is going to back up. Yeah, definitely. Get as far away as he can. Definitely. I'm going to move him away. He's going to get right to the back of the room. <laughs> I'm not near the purple slime not either. Near the, like... Not near the purple moss. Oh, no, right God, here. no. <laughs> get, get away from that. Um, he is then going to... Summon a fire elemental. Ooh, good oh, good idea. That's good. Right uh, in front of the tomb guardian. Yep. Uh, I will drop him on. Sorry, I was just getting the details of Kitty's sword. Uh, fire elemental is going to drop down right in front of the tomb guardian. Here he is. Um, As he um, materializes. The only healing I have is either I've got you. is a supreme healing potion. Yes. Yeah, I've got you. So what would you... Zinhorn is going to then transform back into the armored um, saber too so he gets H health back get your hp back <laughs> that's fair enough okay so and that's that's zinhorn's turn done when and he then, does that can i still heal regular zinhorn uh, uh, um well he'd be so. at he'd be at max hp in his tiger form now so he's like no. 84 yeah. hp so. yeah so there's no need to heal him at the moment um <laughs> Okay. So I thought I'd do that, save that, and then Fire Elemental's turn. Yep, what's Fire Elemental going to do? Firstly, okay. he's going to multi-attack the Tomb Guardian. Yep, go ahead. First attack is a 13. Ah, uh, that is not a hit. Alright, and yeah. second attack is a... Uh, math is hard. Ego, <laughs> 21. Ego, Kitty, there's your sword. 
Uh, 21, Matt. that is a hit. Cool, so that is 2d6 fire, which is 7 plus 3 is uh, 10 points of fire damage. Yep. Um, anything on it is now ignited. Yep, and that 10 mm-hmm. is doubled to 20 as the Tomb Guardian is weak to fire. Um, and did it... As it recoils, uh, as it recoils away from the flame, uh, gets disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the end of its next turn with its aversion to fire. Um, if I was to get the fire elemental to come into, uh, oops, sorry, <laughs> solid into, Oops, I'm I'm messing everything. Okay, if I get it to come into this square here, yep. Um, does that count? Uh, as it, it wouldn't enter... Is it entering the creature's space because of its size, or...? Uh, no, 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 it's still in its own space. Okay. It's only entering the creature's space if it goes here or here. Did the Tomb Guardian... Um, did it light up? It did not light up. It only took 20 points of fire damage. All right, in that case, I get the Fire Elemental to go into the Tomb Guardian's square. Yep, just sweep past so... it. And it catches oh, it light. Then becomes lit up. Yep, it's now on fire. It is now Ava's turn. Ava is just writing down some sword stuff. Yes. Um, it is a short sword. It is a short sword. Which is good. Get rid of my drawing there. <laughs> 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 nice. Okay. Okay. Sorry. There we go. That's okay. Now I will zoom in on the map. So I personally have not fought any of these guys before. No, but okay. So I'll tell you one thing because Ava actually did this under Remy's control. Dispel yeah. magic kills Helm's horrors immediately. Oh, yep. okay. Instantly and they're weak to fire, which is why I took the flame arrows spell. Yeah. Uh, which is the spell um, that you can change out if you don't want it. Because okay. that's the one that I took no. first. Um, yep. Tomb Guardians hit like a brick, so get away from them. Yep. Yeah. That's the reason why I like them so much. <laughs> but yeah. luckily, on. this one will be attacking with disadvantage. <laughs> yep. I'm guessing spell magic is an option. Yes, it is. Yes. Um. All right. I will dispel the one furthest away. Yep, Helm Tora one. You cast a spell magic. Whatever magic animates the Helm Horror disappears and the pieces of armor clatter to the ground. Um, I want to move back. Move back. A little bit. Yep, a little bit, not all the way. Maybe to two the squares. Yeah. Yep. All right, it is now the enemy's turn. Two... Just a sec. I'm just making sure yep. I don't want to use my, my bonus to do something. Actually, I'm going to drink a potion of healing. Good idea, <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. What are we? What are the potions of healing again? Ah, uh, so two. A normal one is two d four plus two. Two d four plus two. All right. Thank you. So the tomb guardian stomps towards Alessandra, getting an attack of opportunity from the fire elemental. I have an idea. Let's not do that. Also takes one d ten fire damage because it's a light. Does yes. So go ahead, roll that, and then roll the attack of opportunity. That was an eight. An eight, nice. An attack of opportunity is a fifteen. Fifteen, nice. Uh, that is a hit. You actually no, it's not. It's not a hit because it's armor mm. class of seventeen, so that's fine. Um, it moves towards Alessandra and makes a spiked gauntlet attack with disadvantage. Mm. So that is a nat 1 on its disadvantage. It goes in for its next one. And that is a 21 with disadvantage. Less, yay. So, Alessandra, you take 13 points of bludgeoning damage plus 9 points of piercing damage. 10 plus 9, because of course, yay. Luckily, (laughs) it is not silvered. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, you're seeing it backed away and you just have Bobber just getting up going, still want one. <laughs> Meanwhile, Helmed Horror 2 raises its longbow and fires at Ava, and that is a 16 to hit. Uh, that misses. Yep, so Ava ducks as the arrow flies over her head. Okay, it is now uh, Onyx's turn. Oh, wait, no, it's Alessandra's turn. Then Onyx's. Why so quiet? Sorry, Sorry, I got 14 for my... Yep, and what did did Alessandra get? Uh, I got 13. Oh, okay, so it is Onyx's turn first. Yep. Mixed them up. Okay, so Onyx, you're up. Oh, so sorry, I was muted because I was eating. That's fair. Um, I am going to... Uh... Did we ever work out of Tomb Guardians a week to fire? I can't remember. They are they indeed. Are. They are yeah. indeed. In fact, it gives them disadvantage until their next turn. They hate it. It's like it's literally oh. Frankenstein. Yeah. These things absolutely hate fire. Very <laughs> bad. Yeah, um, pretty much. Cast fire bolt uh, using a sorcery point to twin it. Yep. So one for the Helm Horror and one for the Tomb yes. Guardian. One each. Uh, so that's two d twenties. Uh, uh, that is fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guardian got a 15, that and is... the, two, the Horror got a net one. Okay, so neither of those hit. Uh, fun. The fireballs um... just speed off in different directions, hitting the walls. Uh, that reminds me of being Reva. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a bitch. Then I'm going to move to here. Uh, here. Yep. Uh, Rush up in front of Alessandra. Huddle behind my sh- uh, huddle behind my shield with my trident out and roar. Roar! I thought you were going to say and cry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he knows now it's I'm not doing the, the Roman thing of behind the shield, spear out. Yeah, shield wall. <laughs> yep. Yelling nice. at me. Okay. Nice. Um, it is now Alessandra's turn. 
Well, I had an idea for this turn, but I can't really do that while there's someone sitting directly in front of me, so instead I will just simply cast Firebolt at Tube Gang, just looks in front of it and it's like, Bob, it's really sorry. She's going to make one of you someday. It's going to be really awesome, but please stop hitting me. It hurts. <laughs> Why? All right, Firebolt, Firebolt, Firebolt. Come on. Christ, that's an 11, so that just kind of fizzles out in front of him. Yep. Okay, uh, so I would he... like both... Bobbit and uh, Onyx to make luck checks, Call of Cthulhu style, oh. please. Okay. Oh no. Uh, uh, Forty-one. Forty-one. Are we rolling high or low is you're trying wait, wait, to. Which... Uh, so we'll say a high is pass, a low is fail. C and D's you roll higher, not lower. Shit. I rolled a six. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> you guys, your firebolts careen off in different directions and accidentally strike some of the pink growth behind your target. Oh, oh, no. Burning you. Burning patches of it away. And suddenly little eye stalks poke out. And... The, oh, I did plan to do this. I just forgot to do it in his turn. Um, so, Onyx, I'd like you to no. roll a d10, uh, please. Fuck oh, no! Six. Six. Pew! I need you to make a DC 16 strength save, please. Of course. <laughs> Nat 20, fuck you! And <laughs> an Ice Stalk fires a telekinesis ray at you, but you hold still in your shield wall and are not moved. Alessander, please roll a D8, a D10. D10? Yep. Two. Two. Okay, please make a DC 16 con save. Uh oh, yay. Okay, con, come on. Nat 20, fuck you! <laughs> it fires a disintegration ray at you, which you dodge, <gasps> and take 22 points of. Uh, force damage instead of 44. Ow. Ow. It, it, is now, it is now Sir Lucian's turn. Everything hurts. Alrighty. Everybody uh... hurts. <laughs> right now. You know what? I might just go straight in for the attack on the Tomb Guardian. Yep, so you rush up, go ahead, roll to hit him. That is a 10 plus... 11, that's a hit. Go ahead, yeah. roll your damage. Definitely. All right, that is five, 13 points of damage there. Yep. That's my second attack. Yep, go ahead for your second attack. That is definitely a hit. Yep. Uh, that's another 26 points all up. Oh, nice. He's looking quite awesome. bloodied at this point. It is, hey, what do you do? So do I. It is now Zinhorn's turn. Um... So, Zinhorn is still in Armored Cat, so he's going to... Uh, dive, pounce form straight at this Guardian. Yep, so you leap over the funeral barge and pounce at the Tomb Guardian. He's now flanked. He is now flanked. So does that mean I get advantage, or...? Yes, you yes. get advantage. He's, he's now flying. You got advantage sure anyway, because I roared at him. Yeah, that's right. Oh, really? Well, yep. that, that was a 4 and a 17, so that is a 23 to hit. 
That is a hit. Roll your damage. And needs to make a DC uh, 14 strength save. He's going to attempt to do that. He rolled a 19. Yep, so he is not prone. Yep, you're unable to knock him prone. Well, that was uh, one point of damage plus five, so six points of damage. Yep. And then bonus action, good old-fashioned vines are going to come down over the top from the pounce. Yep, they'd attempt to strike him with their axe. Yep. Which is... Oh, that's a fail. That's yep. <laughs> The, the vines swing with the axe and it bounces off the Tomb Guardian's armor. They just they just retract back to your body looking dejected. And then oh. the Fire Elemental is going to come over and attack the Tomb Guardian as well. Yep, go ahead, roll to hit. That is a 13 plus... Oops, it's over here, plus 6, so that is a 19. 19, that is a hit. Roll the damage. Uh, who this is? It's many different dice. Um, that is four points of damage for the first. Yep. It's actually eight. And then it is... That is a 15 for the second hit. Ooh, so 30. Ooh, nice. No, is, it, oh, it's not fire, it's just bludgeoning? No, that's 15 to actually hit. Oh, 50, okay, so neither of those hit. Yeah, so the first one hit, the second one didn't. Yeah, yeah. Is he still on fire? He is still on fire. Then the fire elemental is going to make its way into the Helm Horror 2's space. Yep. And, so and it lays it. Sweep through it, it catches a flame. Okay, it is now Ava's turn. Um, all right. I want to oh, go straight. One point of fire damage as it passed through. Yep, one point. Yeah. Okay. I want to go straight for the Tomb Guardian. Yep, just run right up. Yep. Um, it is flanked. It is flanked, so you get advantage. Uh... All right. Uh, so I will use, uh, I guess I'm using my moon touched first. Yep. Uh, so that is 16 plus 10, so 26. 16 plus 10, 26. That is a hit. Roll your damage. Yep. Uh, that is, uh, so that eight regular damage. Yep. Does it take psychic? It does take psychic. That's um, one psychic. Your next I believe attack. declaring it as my favorite. Oh, yep, oh. gives you an extra 1d4. Oh, actually, 1d8. Uh, yep. Actually, I think it's 1d8, because ninth level. Uh, I can check. I'll check. I'll check for you so you don't have to actually open a book. Um, right. Favorite foe is... Oh, wait, no, it is 1d6. You're right. It doesn't go to 1d8 until level 14. Alright. So that is 3. Yep. Your next attack. Okay. Um, next, I'll do my offhand. Yep. Uh, with my Serpent's Fang. Yes. And that is. Uh, 21. 
That's a hit. Roll your damage. He is not immune to poison damage. Excellent. Um, Alright. That is... 8 regular damage. Yep. Um, Where is my D10? Where are you? Where are you, D10? Yes, there it is. There it is, clicky clack. Clicky clack numbers. Uh, three poison damage. Three poison damage, nice. Okay. And now my extra oh, next attack. attack. Yes. <laughs> uh, that is 23. That is a hit. Roll the damage. <laughs> I nearly used the wrong dice then. All right. Um... That is nine damage. Nine damage. Okay. Um, nice. It is now the enemy's <laughs> turn. The Tomb Guardian is low on HP, so he's going to roll a d6. He rolled a four, so he doesn't go berserk. Instead, oh, he holds he out... Seven points of, points of fire damage because he's still a flame. Yes, he's still a flame. He's really low on HP. He makes his first multi-attack against Sir Lucian. That is a nat 20, so it hits Sir Lucian. Oh, no. Sir Sir Lucian have armor that resists him to crits? I'm naked. He actually doesn't. Why are you naked? He traded in his adamantine adamantine armor for some plus one chain mail, so he's not immune. Um, So so he (laughs) takes uh, 52 points of bludgeoning damage. How many? 52 <laughs> points of bludgeoning damage. I'm not going to lie, better you than me, man, because uh, I Jesus. am exactly on 52 temporary hit points, so uh, I'm dead. Temporary, you're, no, you're down. You're, you're down. Make, yeah, I'm you're making dead. your death save. Oh, God. And then the extra damage I don't bother doing because you've already been knocked out, so you're making your death save. Death save is... What am I scoring higher then? So you're just, yeah, roll a d10. If it's above 10, you pass your death save. You mean a d20? Oh, roll d20. A d20. Yeah, sorry, d20. <laughs> d20. For fuck's sake, yeah. don't screw yeah. him over. Don't screw him over. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, here we go. It is a 15. 15, Yay. that's a pass, Stop okay. Me. One, one down. It mm. makes its second multi attack against Ava. And that yeah. is a. Oh, seriously? Another nat 20? <laughs> Jesus! Okay. Ava is resisting crits. Yeah, Ava is resisting crits. So, Ava, you God. take 20 points of bludgeoning damage, not 40, yeah. plus 11 points of piercing damage. 31 altogether. 11. Alright. Helmed Horror 2 decides to try and attack Onyx. After taking 6 points from the being flamed up. Yep, from being flamed up. So, the first is a 22 to hit. Yes, that hits, sorry. So that is 14 points of slashing damage, and the second is a 9. It is unable to pierce your shield. It is now Onyx's turn. I'm gonna poke it. Go ahead. With my trident. <laughs> Yay. Yay, Spurs. Do you have any... any oh, bonus action. <laughs> Bonus action, I'm going to cast Branding Smite. Yep. I just need to get it up. 
because dumb me didn't think of this until right now. Uh, Yay! damage. Okay. Uh, so that's my bonus action, and then as my action, I'm going to try and poke it. That was a 19. 19. That is a... Not a hit. Glances off its uh, armor. Oh. Helm's forest with an AC of 20. Okay, well, I still have my brand new smite. Yep. Uh, up, uh, that was my bonus and my action. Yeah, that's it. Okay. I'm just huddling behind my shield. It's Alessandra's turn. Okay. So, mission is down. Oh, Tomb Guardian is... I don't think I could kill the Tomb Guardian in one go unless I actually managed to hit the damn thing. Although that being said, I don't know if I want. It does look quite hurt. It does look quite hurt. I mean, we'd really like to just bail and nick off, but... <laughs> uh, that's... Is anyone going to be able to get to more help solution? Uh, yeah, uh, Zin yeah, Zin Zinhorn will be able to help him. Would it be possible if, just hypothetically, back when I was about... When I was on my way to die, could I have used a parry, or could you have to do it in response to the attack? You have to do it in response. Yeah. Response to the attack. But I will tell you that since your superiority die is only a D8, you wouldn't have been able to parry enough to not go down. Because he dealt enough damage with that first hit, 52, to knock you out, and then he still yeah, had to do another really two D8 of piercing damage. Okay. So. Oh, it made a difference. Okay, yeah. I'm going to really, really try a firebolt here, because it's the only thing I have that does a crap ton of damage to this thing, so please, please, for the love of all that is holy. Oh, thank god, that's a 19 plus 9, so that's, that's actually a hit. hit. Go ahead, roll the damage, double and it. Fire damage is... Firebolt is D8's, don't it? Yes. Well, actually, yes, they're yeah. higher now, because you're above 5th level, it's 2 yeah, it's, yeah, it's just 2 D8, but I was just yeah. trying to remember which dice Firebolt. for it. Yep. Yeah. Firebolt's a D10s. Oh wait, yes it is. Is it? Yeah, yeah 2 no. D10. Oh. It's one of the more stronger. It is. But it's fire, so it's common damage type. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Alright. Five. Alright, that's going to be 22 points of fire damage. Ooh, double that to 44 and... No, 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 no that 22 was the double damage. Oh, 22 is enough. Down he goes. Oh, screaming uh, as he's lit a flame. Bob, it still wants one of these, but uh, these things suck. <laughs> <laughs> it is Sir Lucian's turn. Sir Lucian, make another death save, please. One pass. Please keep rolling high, sir. Oh, that is an eight. That is an eight. Okay, That's one, one fail. One. It is now Zinhorn's turn. Um, so Zinhorn is going to get out of uh, Sabretooth form. Yep, so now back at one say, HP. Don't worry about Sir Lucian. I've got it. I've got. I'm going to cast mass cure wounds. Okay. Oh, okay. Idea. That'll do it. Well yep. then. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty then. I have, I have one fifth level spot, and now seems like a pretty decent time to so use it against a lot of people. Yeah, please. please. Um. So that is what is that? That is three d eight. Any and all healing would be fantastic. Thank you. Uh. That is seven plus six is thirteen. Plus three is sixteen. Plus five is twenty-one points of healing. So, two. so yep. So, so uh, Lucian six creatures within a thirty-foot radius. Yep. So you're just going to heal everyone. Sammy, so, Sammy's yeah. there. 
Uh, 21 points of healing points. to basically yep. everyone. So, Sir Lucian, you're back up to 21 hit points. You're back in the fight. Uh, and then Zinhorn is sort of going to go around to the other side of the sarcophagus and yep, sort of crouch down. Because he's only on, and, he's only he's on 22 on, hit points. He's on 22 hit points. <laughs> that seems fair. <laughs> uh, that seems fair. And then he's going to summon the fire elemental to, um, yeah, do fire um, elemental things. Yep, to do sweep fire through fire the Helm Horror and attack. Things. So the fire uh, elemental makes an attack on Helm Horror 2. First attack is a 23 to hit. That is a hit. Roll the damage. And that is... Uh, 10 points of damage, fire That's damage. So 20 altogether. And then the second attack is a 22 to hit. That is a hit. Roll the damage. And that is another 10 points of fire damage. It's another 20. He's looking quite hurt now. It is Ava's turn. Is it? Yep. You can finish him off, I think. Alright, I'll go smack him. (laughs) Run over to him. He is flanked. Because he's flanked by you and the fire elemental. So I like to do an asshole and make sure. Yep. I got a nat 20. Oh, Oh, okay. Go ahead. All your (laughs) <laughs> murder, murder most foul. Um, that is uh, 20 damage. Okay, that's enough to kill him outright then and there. You swing forward with your sword and decapitate where his head would be. And the headless helmet goes flying across the room. It clanks to the ground. And then the rest of the armor just falls inert. Ava looks smug and walks away. (laughs) (laughs) Badasses don't look at explosions. Yeah, they don't. Exactly. They don't look at explosions. (laughs) Ava's back and she's kicking ass. (laughs) Then one just pops his head over the sarcophagus and goes, good job, and then ducks back down. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, Boba just climbs into the actual boat. It's like, this place (laughs) is dumb. Just, yeah, this place is dumb. Can I get my adamantine greatsword? Oh, no, actually, I'm not going to do that. Don't worry. Yep. I never said what I was going to do, so you can't make me do it. It's okay, it's okay. You don't have to do it. <laughs> I love that. Just that. I didn't say it doesn't count. And Zinhorn proposes that we take a short rest. Yay. Probably a good a idea. Rest? You can take a long rest if you like. If Well, we have a safe place to go long rest up in the staff room. You just have to we'll get just back have to go all the way back there. Yeah, the problem is the tr- the door that we came through to get this way closed. It did. Well, there there was was yeah, it's on the wall. Uh, that being said, we have a new door and directly in front of us that we can leave. Yeah. The door. Yeah, but that wait, said, there is, is the wait. iron plate in the crawl space that leads is to the staff room. So you have to is prop that up again. Yeah, that's that's open now. Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry, the yeah. iron minotaur. Yeah, the iron minotaur and. Yeah. Oh, the one that almost sliced Ava. In half, yes. yes. That being said, can I look up a map of the second level, or did we not complete it all? Um, Yeah, you can look up a map did. of the second cool, level. Cool, because I just want to see did. where it line up, lines up. Yeah, you did complete all of it, so you can look up yeah. level two. Yeah. I just wanted to make like, sure because you didn't yeah. crawl. There was like a crawl space that you didn't crawl into, but it literally just leads into the vats of wine. 
So yeah. Yeah, that's why I just wanted to make sure. So before I pull it up and um, see what's in all of the other. Yeah, it's fair enough. I just wanted to, yeah. Uh, uh, Do it. I'm doing it while also trying not to look at all the other results that have popped up on Google. Shh. Just ignore the other ones and go for the ones that To be fair, if we just go up the stairs, it's. There's the two secret doors that we've already opened. Yeah, if you want to. So we can actually get to the um, staff room really easily, as long as yeah. there's no uh, guardians patrolling the second level center stairway. Well, I'm pretty sure we took out the tomb guardian on the second floor. Yeah. Unless there's, they, unless they there's more of them. Well, that's mm. what I mean. Like. Mm. <laughs> so you want to head back upstairs? You want to head up? Stairs through the um through the That's main balcony and the, rest there. And it, it is yeah. probably the best idea to go up. If we're planning on taking a long rest, I'd like to um <laughs> wait. Do I have to? I probably have to go back to use animate dead on the um three skeletons to make sure they're still active and feeding. Yaka. Yep. So Ooh. as you head down through the doorway into the balcony, you could hear a voice echoing from the south, and it's saying, Aha! So you liked that one, did you? Oh, here's another one. Let's see if you know uh, what's the difference between an alligator and a crocodile. One you'll see later, the other you'll see in a while. (laughs) (laughs) So it appears Yaka is indeed still active. Yaka is indeed Gilbert Gottfried. (laughs) Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So, oh, skulls are where they could go. Okay, cool. Yep. Uh, yes, the skulls on the map is where the um are the places where the skeleton key can wander around to. So, yeah. Um, okay. So you head upstairs. <sighs> um, so Bobby, you'd like to spend mm. your last spell slot to throw another twenty-four hours of power on your skeletons. I mean, it's not a spell slot, it's just the one use a day that oh, yeah. I have. Yeah. So I figure if we're going to take a long rest, then technically I get it back after this rest anyway. It's just yeah. to make sure that they keep feeding him so he yeah, doesn't come so in the middle of the night going, Hey guys, I'm like five coins short. Now I'm going <laughs> to bug you while you're trying to sleep. I'm back. <laughs> so as you make your way up the stairs, you expend your use of animate dead to ensure that the skeletons will continue to feed Yaka his coins. Yep. And as you move up the stairs, you just hear his voice fading away. Why should you never eat a claw? Because it's too time-consuming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This point, Bond just keeps giggling to herself and in her head all she can hear is just going, no, no stop. Mm. Okay, that one was kind of funny, but no. <laughs> So you make your way back to the staff area, um, settle down in Wither's office, and have a long rest. And I think we'll leave it there for this week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, while the fire elemental was still up, and because te- healing needs the fire, yep, happy. was going to like just just keeping and having a look, checking out the fire elementals, just trying to get to the roots of it a bit more, get a bit more of an understanding. You, you, yeah, you're trying to understand your fire elemental a bit more. So I would like Zinhorn to please make a nature check. 
nature. Uh, that is a 16. So your fire elemental now gets plus one to his damage rolls. Oh, in addition to his attack it. rolls. As you nice. shut, the, as you pull the door of Wither's office shut behind you and begin to settle down, the sleep evades you. You're taunted by uh, images of the horrors you've already seen in the vault of reflection, of Zinhorn and Ava's close calls with death, of Sir Lucian mm. being punched out in one go in Ijin's tomb. And when sleep finally does come, you are haunted by dreams of horrors yet to come. Of dreams yeah. of your own death that is starting to seem more and more inevitable. You each gain an inspiration point. Uh, yeah. Zinhorn, and oh, yeah. Zinhorn and Ava each gain two inspiration points. I'm so already at max. Well, you're already at max. So Zinhorn, you get two. Yeah. And, uh, yes, you don't level up. You don't level up till you complete this level of the dungeon. So, oh. next week, we will press further into the Vault of Deception. You've cleared about half of it. Mm. We still have the room with the floating wooden platforms, uh, the room south of the cylindrical room, uh, and the entire western half of the dungeon I bet I know it. Remains completely I, 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 I keep looking at this map, and I'm still pretty sure I know what the Rand Room is. I just don't remember <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. And you have... I look and go, one, sense. two, three, five, six, seven. There's like nine spots there. We're looking for eight Beholder Eyes. This kind of just adds itself. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I better do the map. Beholder Eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you have you have five altogether. Five of eight. So I've got five now. Yep, I so have one. Eight. I have two. Yeah. I have two. But all together you have five, so yeah, yeah. you just need to just find sure, three just more. sure that we don't yeah. And yeah. I won't lie, these rooms that are not yet revealed happen to be some of the deadliest ones on the level. Oh you have literally already died in this. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Good times. I'd Good like to, sorry, I'd like to thank Fish for his running commentary on this session and his, <laughs> his congratulations that everyone survived so far. Kind and, of, sort of. <laughs> and, um, we won't be yeah, streaming right. anything tomorrow because I have to go get a blood test done, so we won't have uh, to do that or Fallout. So, um, that's all right. Fair enough. So that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week. We've got an eventful week next week. We have uh, M2 and I starting Pokemon Wednesday on Wednesday. And on Thursday, Ooh, we're going to continue onwards into the Vault of Reflection. And then on Friday, some Call of Cthulhu. So It's we... going to be a great week with a shitload of death. Death, yes. Just yeah. death, 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 death. And, and of course, you like the, death, you're in the right place. Of course, the Pokemon, <laughs> yeah. the Pokemon ROM hack we're playing is going to be is Blaze Black, so there's probably going to be a lot of death Ooh. involved. Especially <laughs> because I'm being an idiot and saying, fuck it, it's a Nuzlocke, so death for yeah. all. So we'll look forward <laughs> to having everyone around next week. Until then, don't look at the shadow. Goodbye, I everyone. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Have a good time.